Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're a letdown or off the hook. From what a letdown to off the hook, we're <laughs> It's All Been Done, the podcast. I saw him beneath an elephant that's green. It's my co-host, Evan. I didn't know we were actually doing one for this. Stunt! Saker! <laughs> do a stunt for me. What stunt would you do? Oh, if I could just do one stunt let's in say, my life. Let's say you have the ability to do a stunt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a mutant power, and mm-hmm. you can just do it once. That's my mutant power, one and done? One and That's done. That's my mutant name, one and done. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> um, I would do... A, uh, but it can be any stunt. It can be any st- any stunt that like a human a human oh, being could do. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you like can't a, like fly to, fly into the sun. <laughs> an infinite three sixty. Yes. I just get up in the air and just spin forever. <laughs> then it could be a perpetual motion machine and people could use me for energy. Yeah, that's like that one video game you told me where the dad is in the basement. <laughs> oh my god! It's like Ursula Le Guin's people. Those who walk away from Omelas. Breath of Fire too. Um, yeah. Okay. So the one stunt that I could do once would be. What stunt do you want to be remembered for? Oh man. Um, the stunt I want to be remembered for is I want to do some sort of like silly bicycle trick mm-hmm. where it's like, it's not, you have to have no skill to do it, but nobody's ever thought to do it before. Oh, like, so you want to change, you want a game change. I want a game change. Wouldn't you want to get like who, yeah. uh, anybody can do a 720. Who cares? Right. right. Like big whoop. But yeah. like, if I like was on a bike and, and then, then you like, like jumped up in the air and then just like took the bike apart in air in the air and then landed on your feet yeah with it just an arm load of like wouldn't that be great pipes yes <laughs> i ride my bike into a subway <laughs> and then i slap lunch meat on the ground so i never touch the ground and i just walk with ham and then i jump onto another bike uh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay yours is way better all right listen <laughs> But yeah, that's what I want to Or be. it's like a you mix stunts and magic, like a stunt magic show. So you jump up in the air and there's like a a moment where you're up in the air and yes. then you do like you're doing a 360 or something, but when you finish the 360, your bike is a different bike. That's um or while I'm in the air, I reach behind my ear and pull out a skateboard and then I throw away the bike <laughs> and, and land the skateboard, skateboard down in the air. Yeah. Yeah, that's what no. I want to be known for. Has anyone, has anyone done stunt magic? I don't think so, but that's a great, absolutely perfect. Uh, I want to do like a. I want also want like a horror magic show. Ooh, I think that'd that be, be really cool because I feel like magic would lend itself well to like a horror audience. Yeah, I bet you that exists. A it's got it. It's like a, I feel like there's an LA horror, but like yeah, some sort of gothic horror ma- like magician. Do you have a stunt that you would do if you could do uh, one stunt? Oof, oof, oof. I do like that Daredevil stunt in from the movie Daredevil, where Daredevil's dad jumps through the flaming rings. That's Ghost Rider, the one where they die immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't die immediately. He gets through the rings uh-huh. and then he gets down, and then the devil takes his soul. We've talked about this on the podcast before. And he too. just kind of collapses with like a groan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. I think that's good. You know, I used to do like double. Front I would flips. Uh, jump my bike over all of the inauguration people at the on the National Mall and crash it into Donald Trump during his. <laughs> His swearing in. So you would use it probably one. wouldn't kill him, but I'd just like knock him over You'd pretty use badly. You'd one freebie to fuck somebody up. Yeah, fuck somebody up who deserves to be deserves to be fucked so up. So wait, this is a stunt that we can do, and there's no legal repercussions. Yeah. I would ride my yeah. bike, take a small ramp, and then take a gun and just like kill an evil person, kill a dictator. That's my stunt that I would do. That well, I want to be remembered for. I don't think that's a stunt though. Well, that's what you're saying is you would do a backflip and then smash into Donald Trump. Right, right. But the stunt is the important part. The, the, the landing. <laughs> the landing is you just shoot someone in the air. That's not a stunt unless it's like a stunt shot. Oh. So you like jump in the air off of like one of those things, shoot like a sniper yeah. rifle, the bullet ricochets. Oh, 360 no scope. And then takes out like a, a Mugabe. 
Okay, <laughs> takes out some uh, kleptocrat. Coney 2012. <laughs> Isn't that the ultimate stunt? Is combining all like stunt biking, stunt shooting, stunt. The biggest stunt the Super Dave Osborne ever pulled was convincing, convincing the, the world, world he never existed. Exist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that one got me. Is the devil a stuntman? <laughs> uh daredevil that's where the word oh, comes from oh my god you're right holy shit yeah so it comes back around this is how comedy works Edgar. you're blowing my mind these are callbacks all the way down well, because I, like isn't it um some i don't remember exactly which uh like history slash culture is it might be appalachian but like daredevil is a thing where you, like instead of like a cross crossroads devil and you learn how to play like down in the south like delta blues yeah like you go and you get supernatural strength or speed or something like that to allows you to not like do daredevil tricks but to like to work extra hard and really like do like get really good at something yeah i've never heard of this before a daredevil a daredevil wow Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah i don't know maybe i just made that up (laughs) you very well i i trust your i don't even know if i'm lying anymore (laughs) you went on like a 40 minute uh, talk about uh japanese uh spirits i mean i trust your your understanding of mythology yeah, you can haunt people in japan with a goat you could be a ghost and still be alive is that a stunt that's awesome <laughs> what like is your ghost the... can haunt people. you go to sleep and then your ghost like haunts somebody what's the upper limit of a stunt um what do you mean the upper limit of a stunt i mean what is humanly possible because humans are doing new things all the time that's a good question saker you right? can push the ba- i feel like anything that put you can push the boundaries of what is possible but you can't do something that's impossible but what impossible is nothing <laughs> There are impossible things. <laughs> I guess maybe. Well, like, a dude ate an airplane, right? Yeah, like one piece at a time. Yeah, but some would have said that's impossible. I don't think so. I can not I can rocket to the sun. That's a stunt. I guess you could. Okay, so nothing is impossible. I would live forever. <laughs> Shit, that's impossible. <laughs> Never mind. My brain is still in some fantastic mode. I'm sorry. Mm, get out of there. Um, you don't want to live that. You don't want to live that life. Ev, do you ever, do you ever own a trampoline? Yeah, I love trampolines. Ugh. I had a friend who had a trampoline as a kid, and I jumped on it so much. Like, this is like a big trampoline, not one of those stupid shitty oh, trampolines. Yeah. But, like, I jumped on it so much, I was, like, getting spine compression. Really? Like, my, like <laughs> get home from, like, playing at his house, and I'm like, oh, my back hurts really bad. <laughs> my knees ache. Yeah, dude. Uh, so they, like, regulated my trampoline time. Trampolines are the best. The best. Absolutely. My wife yeah. will not let me have one. She you shouldn't have one. very dangerous. You are the type of person I would not give a trampoline to. <laughs> this is not fair. Yeah. Why? Because you would hurt yourself. Stunt. You That's what people. this whole album is about. Right. Okay. <laughs> in the context of this album, you can have a trampoline. But in your real life, no, no, no. Okay. Just go to your trampoline park. Bounce around. Yeah. I went to the trampoline park with uh, C for like one of our anniversaries before we had the baby. Uh-huh. And it was fun, but uncomfortable. It's all children. Yeah. Because I'm just like, so I'm like an adult man. Yeah. Bouncing in the corner, like trying not to look at any oh, 12 yeah. or 13 year olds. Like, what up? It's okay. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm facing the wall. Like, what do I do? We, when I lived uh, in my old apartment in Canton, uh, we had like eight of us all went to a trampoline park, and it was great. But they had like trampoline dodgeball, mm-hmm. and so we just formed a team. It was eight of us versus a bunch of children, but it was fun as hell when you're there with eight other adults. Yeah, I mean, if you're there adults, in a group, like it's a joy. I mean, because like pedophiles don't travel in packs, do they? Nambla, that's a pack of pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Peter packed a pack of pedophiles. Files. Let's talk about stunt. Ev. We've done enough talking. Let's talk about, about BNL, babe. Let's talk about. Um, so, uh, Ev, we finished the album. This was a big one. This was the big one. This was a big one. So, um, Aerosmith's big ones. 
let's talk about stunt stunt let's good album it. bad album let's oh, we yeah. oh, were we ranking the albums didn't we decide to do that on a previous yeah, one sure okay so uh should we should we just say them at the same time and there's only four albums i could probably think of it in my head which which one goes where right ching, 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 yep. ching. okay i ready. got him got him All got him right. so let's start with number four okay ready? The, the worst um, album yeah three two one ready three two, two one. one maybe, maybe you, you should, should drive. drive perfect okay next one. Ooh, this is gonna be a tough one three two one born, born on, on a pirate, pirate ship, ship. Three, two, one. Gordon. Gordon. Three, two, one. Stunt. Stunt Hell yeah. yes, we have the same ranking. That's so exciting to me. Okay, so the ding, best ding, ding, one ding, ding, so far, ding, ding. right? Yeah, absolutely. After this, it's going to change. I don't think you're going to like Maroon as much as I do. Yeah, I don't think okay. I'm going to like Maroon as much as I do. Re-listening to... Uh, Will you like Maroon as much as you do, or is it too little too late? Oh! Tune in next week, <laughs> listeners, and we'll find out. Um, so this is the best BNL album. Is it by a country mile? How much better than Gordon is this album? Um, I think that this album takes less chances than Gordon did. Yes, it's more pop friendly, radio friendly. So I, I think, think there, I think there are songs on Gordon that I like better than songs here. Yes, I. Oh, would... that's a stupid thing to say. Uh, yeah, well... some songs on this album I like better than some songs on this album. But sure. I think that, like Gordon, like I said, it took a lot of chances. It didn't fall. It fell flat sometimes. Yes. But and I th- I don't think this album. I don't think Stunt takes as many for for an album called Stunt. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of chances. Yeah, that's I think true. they this is sort of right down the plate. Like it just hits everything. That, everything the BNL boys are good at. Yes. Yeah, that's true. They don't. I go mean, there's crazy no fucking out of like, genre. Spider in my room on this one. Yeah, you're right? you're right. Yeah, I think the weirdest so. song is probably when you dream. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. When you dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Which isn't really even that weird. It's just kind of boring. Um. Right? Just like the yeah, when like watching a baby sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but overall, yeah, you're right. I think this is this is marginally better than than Gordon. I think mm-hmm. Gordon is a, a, a an eight, and this is a eight point seven to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But I don't know if any of them fell below yeah. a five. I, would yeah, I think say. I think on the av- on the average. I think there are songs on Gordon. Again, I'm going to say the exact same thing I just said. There are songs on Gordon I like better than this album, but I think on average the songs here were better than sure. Gordon. But well, there are like like Hello City, yeah, like an Enid, yeah. you know, like King of Bedside Manor. Like those are all standouts. They are me. really, they really are. Yeah, in this one there, are, yeah, one week's a standout. It's all been done. Oh shit, alcohol. Who needs yeah. sleep? We do have something yeah, fantastic. I, yeah, I mean that's why it's the best yeah, one. Yeah, that's why it's the best one. We, yeah. we have we have some standouts. Um, so we are doing our uh our 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 album annual. <laughs> What's it called when you do it per album? I guess per album. Resequencing. Where we feel like the BNL boys did not do a good job sequencing this album. And we're going to put it back into place for them. Fix it. We are going to fix it. Uh, so let's go ahead and try to fix it. You want to start with mine or yours? Let's go with yours. Okay. So my resequencing, as always, is actually kind of a boring resequencing, right? So are you ready? As a musician, one, you resequence musically. One-two punch right out of the gate. The BNL boys, I'm going to teach them how to do it. You ready? Okay. Track one. One week. Track okay. two, it's all been done. <laughs> boom, boom, right out of the gate. Isn't that what the That's exactly what the album is? Yeah. You can't do it better than yeah, that. that you is want the... to fucking lead with your best foot forward. Yeah, that's like a, a punch in the face and a kick in the crotch Absolute... right there. That's going to leave you on the ground, buddy. I've never heard a better descriptor for it's all been done than a kick in the crotch. <laughs> Absolutely. You still have the rug burns on both your knees. Oh, look at you. You're a wordsmith. I could tell he's a writer because of the way that he words. That's just from the song, though. That's I know. <laughs> you made that metaphor. Um, yeah. Next for me. It's I, mine now. I want to keep that high energy rolling, right? Now, conceptually, I wanted to pick a song that was a little like It's All Been Done. So follow me here. My next song was Never Is Enough, okay? Because I think it's it's hmm. if you squint at it a little too hard, it falls apart, right? Never is enough. No, never is enough. I'll never meet Hillary Duff. Yeah, it'll work. It'll work. 
Maybe I misinterpreted that song. Are those the lyrics? <laughs> we didn't talk about Hillary Dove at all during our, uh, our our analysis of that one. After that, I'm pulling in. You know me. I pull in those B sides. Mm, so we're doing a uh, in the in the pink or whatever. It was. In the pink, <laughs> three in the pink is what I call this one. <laughs> um, no, this no, is. Um, I, I felt like there were some bad songs on this album. Uh, so I took off. So uh, this <coughs> album is uh, tw- uh, thirteen songs long normally. Mm-hmm. I cut mine down to 12 songs. Okay. But I cut a lot of songs and added in a lot of um, of interesting... So, like, uh, what what are the B-sides for this? Get uh, In Line, which okay. is the one I put. Now, Get In Line is a song huh. that you and I have talked about before. Yes. It is great. It should easily fit on this album. It's, it's high energy. Except that they wrote it for King of the Hill. They wrote it for King of the Hill. If you've never heard it before, listeners, here's a quick sample of Get In Line. song is elon musk <laughs> nobody's gonna it's an episode we'll never come out with uh this episode is or this episode this this track is fucking awesome mm-hmm. it, they it, they did reserve it for a soundtrack it was on the king of the hill soundtrack so mm-hmm. it never got around to being on an album but damn it deserves an album release yeah. um, i mean it was on an album it was on the king of the hill album okay it was on a bnl album you know what i'm saying right uh, after get in line <clears throat> I'll be that girl. Mm-hmm. I want to keep this energy rolling. So this is how I like my albums. I like them all to be very homogenous <laughs> and then take a dip and be homogenous with that dip. And then go, I don't want this interspersing of, mm-hmm. you know, high and low and high and low. We're you just, just want to gonna... be real excited and then real sad and then real excited. I want to be high all the time. Yes. Um, like a reverse bell curve. Yes. Saker. I want to be high when I'm high. I want to be low when I'm low. A U curve. They call me manic Saki. Um, so it's all been, or I'll be that girl. Uh, tonally, mm-hmm. high. Yeah. Lyrically, low. Which leads us into our slow jam section a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, in the car. We mm-hmm. were never making love. It's still mm-hmm. kind of a quick song. It's mm-hmm. it's fast paced. I love that accordion at the beginning. I'm surprised you left it in. Really? I yeah. liked in the car. That honestly, whenever I think of in the car, I think of that first like three seconds of that song. And it's so good that I can't cut it. Just. You know well, that's, what? That's I'll be that girl though. And I wish that I were in the car. Fuck. Yeah. Do I have to cut this to make myself not look like an idiot? Wait, how does the beginning of in the car go? Nobody remembers. We were never making. <laughs> no, I think I argued for in the car. I think I I liked it, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. I just think the specific the gross specificity was a little yes. too much for me. Yeah, the gross specificity. Being the, being the prude that I am. Um. Then we're just gonna fly on through. Light up my room. Call and answer. And then we're tucking in another one here, and we're getting back on that on that on that uh, uh, hip track of of. She's doing... on time. I wish, actually. Why didn't I include she's on time on this? Oh no, I didn't put I she's like, on time. I feel like she's on time would be a good coda to in the car. God damn. Okay. Although you know they what? never, ha- although they did never have sex, so he wouldn't have to wor- be worried about her being on time. I'm cutting light up my room. What? <laughs> She's on time. Gotta go somewhere. Oh my! You can just have thirteen songs <laughs> no. in the album. Well, why don't I just put every song? Every what? Piano because song the album's thirteen <laughs> songs long. I feel like you can stick with thirteen songs. Nope, we're cutting a light up my room for she's on time. Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, Little Green Bag with Tom Jones is my next song.
Jones did a reimagining of a bunch of his old songs with mm-hmm. new artists. And he did Little Green Bag with the Barenaked Ladies. Mm-hmm. The song is fucking great. It's excellent. Now, it takes some finagling to get it on the album. We'd probably have to be like Little Green Bag featuring Tom Jones instead of Tom Jones featuring the Barenaked Ladies, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a fantastic track. It's a worthy addition. And in the modern day, if we're updating Stunt to be a modern album, those featuring tracks, come on. Everybody's got a featuring yeah. on their album. So, yeah. Better Good Ladies featuring Tom Jones. And Let's the Jizza. And, and what? And the Jizza. Put the Jizza in there. And the Jizza. <laughs> well, that's weird. My next is Who Needs Sleep featuring Rizza. So, <laughs> I want to get the whole Wu-Tang Clan on a Very Good yeah. Ladies album you might have You might have trouble doing that. When we resequence, we should be able to edit the songs <laughs> however we want to. <laughs> Uh, who needs sleep followed by alcohol because that's thematically a one-two the, the punch dubstep version of alcohol yes absolutely and then we end our album with some fantastic which is the canon ending of the album bye bye bye, bye. bye. wait what track 13 track 13 is just silence that's weird <gasps> whoa well, it's a hidden track there's a hidden track at the end of the album that's crazy. It's Green Christmas from the How the Grinch Stole Christmas soundtrack. <laughs> this song fucking rocks. What? Track 15 is silence <laughs> as well? There's two <laughs> tracks that are secret tracks? What is this one? It weighs a ton. Woohoo! It weighs uh, a ton. What's that, listeners? We'll come back, back to, to it. That. But this album canonically now ends with It Weighs a Ton. From the kids WB Bare Naked Ladies Day. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute here, but you just gotta know that's how this album should end with Bare Naked Ladies weird alling themselves. I always hated hidden tra- uh, hidden tracks because really? like if you're playing a if you're playing an album, right? I'm following it with there's so you, a pause. You're, you're, you get to the end of the album and then just silence. Yeah. Just, just listening to silence, like in the background, like, what is it? Is it done? Is it over? Sort of thing. Yeah. Like five, 10 minutes and then it's, another song comes on. Or yeah. when you're like making a mix CD. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's like, the problem. When they're all one track surrounded or separated by silence, that mm-hmm. sucks. But when you can chop them out and when you mm-hmm. rip the CD, you can just delete the silence and kind of add it in. That's yeah. fine. Well, I mean, when, when you got that technology, but back in the day when I got songs with like, when everyone was putting secret sure. tracks on, you just were stuck with sure. five minutes of silence. Well, right? speaking of secret tracks, we'll yes. get to it on Maroon, the next album. The Brannica Ladies did that very thing, my friend. Um, Lucky Louie. But, it's, uh, yeah, actually, one of my favorite bands, Jim's Big Ego, um, they manipulated... Jim Cregan's Big Ego? Jim Cregan's Big Egan. Um, they manipulated the CD in such a way that if you just put it in and press play, mm-hmm. it would play from track one. But if you put it in and then rewound, there was a track before track one, oh. and that's how they hid their secret track, which I thought was well, that's nice, unbelievable. But if it got to the end of the CD, would it then play this? No, other track. Okay, you would never hear it unless you knew to rewind before track one, hmm. which was crazy to me. But yeah, that was kind of cool. Anyway, Evbo, hey Bo, you always do your resequencing in such a fun way. I did my resequencing. It seems like this is this album to me was the bare naked ladies calling out to everyone. I mean, this is their big thing. This is their introduction to the world. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm thinking the way I did it was how would which of the narrators would I most like to date? Okay, so previously you've done which of the narrators would you most like to be? Yes. That was on uh, Born on a Pirate Ship. Yep. So this one is which one you'd like to date? Date from 
best to least. Okay. Most to least. <laughs> there are a lot of really terrible people on this yes, album. But we're not like I feel like we're not in maybe you should drive territory. Sure. There's no Venganzo lurking around. You're right. Yeah. Well, Venganzo wouldn't be bad to date. He's single minded on a purpose, and what if that purpose is you? That would be great. <laughs> It'd be like falling in love with a body pillow sort of thing. Hey. But a body pillow that wants you dead. <laughs> And everything else. <laughs> there are those people who marry like roller coasters and shit. Hey, man, whatever. What makes you happy? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I've got it narrowed down to two. And so this is the person I'd most like to date? The person you would most like to date. Okay. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say in, in making an album with the person you'd most like to date, you also made the worst album possible because okay. I think you're going to start with the one you dream. Yep. Yay! You got it. Good you daddy. got it. Good yeah. daddy. I mean, he seems, seems a bit vapid, but yeah. like, uh, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. And okay, dad. I mean, yeah. Someone who's just overcome with wonder at the dreams of their child. I, I can work with that. Yeah. I mean, you are bring you are like dating someone with a newborn though, so that's a little bit of a little troublesome. But like oh. having had a newborn, like I feel like I could be part of that relationship, especially if I didn't have a kid of my own. So we're not assuming that you had this newborn with him. He came into the relationship with the newborn. I assume so. How? I mean, we could have adopted a newborn. I, here's here's my problem with you dating a a fictional character. Mm-hmm. How evergreen is this fictional character? Is the newborn always a newborn? No, no. This is just a... They're all people. So they start at this moment. Unless the song specifically implies that they're not people. So yeah. So I just... I'm just dating a guy, a father who... Maybe a widower. Okay. Maybe a guy who just adopted a kid. Sure. White died in childbirth maybe or... Okay. That's horrible. Okay. Wow. Okay. I... I never do this well straight off the bat. (laughs) Now here's the problem. Uh Uh-huh. Is that we have some fucking wild cards on this album. Yup. So, because there are songs that aren't necessarily about, like, like, call and answer and who needs sleep are like, well, if you call, I will answer. If you fall, I'll pick you up. Actually, I think your next one might be calling. Well, hold on. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going to go with my original instinct, mm-hmm. which is your next one is in the car. What? In the car. He's good. They touched each other. They They had boundaries. They respected each other's boundaries. They... Okay, if your next one is call and answer, I'm going to be real pissed off at myself. Light up my room. Light up my room? Why light up my room? The narrator seems pretty sweet. Like, he's a little maudlin about his hometown. Uh, I mean, it's all just certainly to turn on for, like, the exennial millennial crowd. Like, sure. so I'm into that. Sure. Uh, that being said, I'm not sure how comfortable I'd be being put up on a pedestal to light up his room all the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. but still, I mean, like... That's the thing that weathers with time, like your that, that sort of positive regard, like you know yeah. when you're in an early relationship and you're like, you, all you can think about is the other person, sort of stuff. So I feel like that would just uh, you know six to eight months down the road. Yeah, and he seems like a good guy. He does seem like a good guy. I'm rereading the lyrics right now. Sure, there are luxuries that he, he can't afford, so right. it wouldn't be the most glamorous life. But yeah. then again, I don't think any of these well, people I mean, are specifically rich. Yeah, and also I have a decent job, so I don't really need to worry about like That's what true. he's bringing to the table. That's true. Okay. Would you want to dance to the radio station that plays in his teeth? Uh, depends on which radio station is. <laughs> How it would is. you even hear it, I guess? Uh, you can... Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Okay. <laughs> For the listeners, uh, uh, my radio station started. Yeah. Um, I'd probably want to move out of his neighborhood, though, because I don't feel like living oh, like he would never. under power lines is he a good... He would never. He is so loyal to places. No, I don't know. I think he would, because he talks about like coming back to it, right? Yeah. For Christmas or something. So that means that implies that he lives elsewhere. Yeah, I guess you're right, huh? 
See, that one was a tricky one for me because it's not about a relationship. He's just, he's a, he's kind of just a person. Light up my room? Yeah, it's about a relationship. He's about a relationship to a place. You're right. Not or, a or a, yeah, there's a person in there, right? Uh, he talks about somebody who he, he wants to put up in the air and light up his room. Yeah. Hold you, pu- put you up over everything. Yeah. And, I mean, you could be a place. He seems dangerously close to Straw Hat and Dirty Old Hank, Old Dirty Hank. I don't think so. He's I think he's just, up on a I think he's just uh, full of like a... Uh, you can put people up on a pedestal without wanting to murder them. <laughs> I've never, I've never not wanted to murder someone I respected. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, okay, uh, the next one is I, <laughs> Evan. Here we go, doubling down till we get it. <laughs> Doing the dangerous thing that I do, which is now I'm stuck on the idea that the in the car narrator is a good person who just mm. wants to have a little fun. Um. Okay, let me go through real quick. I'm going to identify each of the narrators. One week, no shitty. Let's go through. Okay, him. okay, okay. Uh, you're, right, you're, you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Don't, you're don't right. steal my thumb. You're right. You're right. In the car. <laughs> Who needs sleep? You're a nightmare. You want a partner that can't sleep? That's an amnesiac. An am- am- amnesiac. <laughs> insomnia. Insomnia yeah. is not bad. Like. It comes with a host of other problems, true, but an insomni- in- someone who is an insomniac is not inherently a bad person. This just seems, seems like a, like a straight-down-the-plate neutral relationship to me, right? I mean, this is just basically a separate bed situation. Okay, okay, I mean, my I partner guess. my partner is in a relationship with an insomniac. Okay, like, so all right. I can absolutely empathize, and I mean, it's just, he seems like an okay guy besides that. Yeah, I suppose that's true, but I don't know. You think, I mean, it, it would take its toll. You agree. Right. I mean, it would take its toll on them. And I mean, they're, again, again, I mean, I, I am an an insomniac. And you're a terrible person, your partner. (laughs) And I have a pretty healthy relationship. Like, yeah. Okay. Fair enough, I guess. Are you an insomniac or are you just like somebody who has difficulty? I'm an occasional insomniac. Like I can go for, yeah. So this guy. This, the implication here is that this guy has serious problems sleeping, right? Well, I mean, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, my friend, my lover. Okay. Ev. Yes. I want to quote some lines to you. Mm-hmm. This is, we were looking for ourselves and found each other. It was mostly mutual masturbation. We spoke of penetration, but just have to wait. just say what you're going to say. Try it out with someone else. Hang on, let me think about it real quick. We were never making love, so you wouldn't have to fuck Steve, which I think you probably don't want to do. I'm gonna say. Ah, shit, but you, your visceral reaction. So here's here's my question. Here's what game are we playing? Are we playing the meta, where mm-hmm. I know your visceral reaction means it's it's like way down the list? Or do I play close to my heart? You play it like you play it, Saker. Alcohol. Oh, fuck you, man. In the car. <laughs> fuck you! I mean, it's not like these... I'm not, like, I'm not trolling you. These are all written down right in front of me. Yeah, I mean... It's just basically a high school relationship. So, like, the, the previous three songs seem like adult relationships. Right. So he seems, I mean, like reading and listening to music is kind of cool. And this person doesn't seem like a total loss. Yeah. I I mean, maybe they'll mature. But like, again, that eerily specific, like, I don't want to like spend time with this person and then like hear them talking about like eerily specific sex yeah. acts <laughs> with like their mom or something. Like that's not something I'm really interested in. So if I was, and also they're in high school, so I wouldn't want that because well, that would be a statutory rape. But if I were also in high school, like, sure, I'm yes. assuming, I yeah. think that's, that's so, implied, right? Yep. Um, okay. So there we go. Number four. Oh, Track I, number four. Have I said call and answer already? No. 
Okay, what 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 am I right now? One one for four. One for four. Okay, one one for four. Okay. Okay, so the next one, Jesus Christ. Okay, the next one's gonna be call and answer. Leave. <laughs> you are not serious. Leave. I've informed you to leave because I can't stand to hear you breathe. They're not talking to me. They're talking to the to ghost. The <laughs> yeah. So this person seems like a good person. They're just. They're, but they're obviously haunted. Okay. So, like, I, I very much don't want a ghost hanging around, especially during, like, bedtime. But so <laughs> here's the problem is that we don't know specifically. We know, again, in a very meta sense that he's talking to his brother's ghost. Mm-hmm. But I would think, and I think we thought, presumably before we actually looked into the song, that it was a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But, Might be the previous, a previous relationship. Right. So but, I don't think he's singing the song to me. But you know that he's not singing it to you. I know, he's singing it to a ghost. How <laughs> do you know that? Because he told you. Because I asked him. Okay, that's fine. Like, it's like, that's like third date material, right? <laughs> like, hey, I'd really like you to spend the night, but I just want you to know I'm fucking haunted. <laughs> sure, I suppose. Yeah. Well, that- so that's, that's, worse than, that's worse than insomnia. And again, this is another separate bed situation. Okay, but here's the other thing. Is now I'm going to bump up something like some fantastic. I'm not saying that's next. But I'm saying that you can always ask the person and say, well, do you mean to harm me? And they could say, no, of course not. I, I love you. I want everything for but you. But I feel like the person, some fantastic, would say they want to kill me. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true. Uh, okay. So leave was next. Uh, yep. God. So you're one for five. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Keep it track, you fucker. Um, see, okay. So here's what I'm thinking about Evan. So we're dipping into the, like, we've gotten through all the people that I'd prefer to date and now we're just getting into like my like list of deplorables so who is the who is the one i who is the one i would least want to not date the least (laughs) one to not date right so here's the thing is is i said call and answer and i realized that i was wrong on that because i i I was only thinking of the course if you call i'll answer if you fall i'll pick you up Mm -hmm. but of course the whole thing about you know uh 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 you know i only think about you when we're both in the same room and that shit now he's not bad because he does promise to do some nice things Mm -hmm. but but here's my view of evan you like to fucking party (laughs) i I think alcohol is your next song i think you can deal with dating a functional alcoholic because they're functional no alcohol is not my next song (laughs) my next song is one week wow unapologetic it'll still be two days yeah the narrator's kind of a dick but they aren't like physically abusive although their partner definitely is yeah so uh, you'd be better. I don't. I don't buy that murder angle. Right? right. No, of course not. Yeah. So, but this is definitely. I mean, he's. This person is not health. Does not in a healthy relationship and doesn't right. deal with relationships in a healthy way. Right. Like where he's like, I should apologize, and right. then like, two days go by, nothing. No, and then he's like, Oh wait, I don't need to apologize. Yeah. I've convinced myself that I was right all along. I, uh, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Well, when nine days go by, he finally feels remorse. Yeah. And I think that like my relationship with them would probably be about one week. So, oh, okay. So okay. I would have, I would have very little patience for them. Whereas the person in uh, leave, I probably would give, you know, right. depending on the, depending on what kind of ghost it was. Right. <laughs> you might give them longer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well then the next one's easy. Never is enough. Call an answer fucking cock all right well wait explain to me why call and answer over never never is enough you're dating an entitled a rich person who'll right. take you to the mountains and 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 well why don't we talk about that when i get okay, to never fine, is enough fine, fine, fine. call and answer it's not great this is a codependent relationship but without any physical abuse again i feel like 
so it's marginally better. It seems like this guy is a relational masochist. Uh-huh. And I've been in relationships with people like that. People who are like always martyring themselves and things <laughs> like that. So, uh-huh. and he's looking for sort of drama that I can't give to him. Okay. So again, this is not somebody I'd really like to date at all. Sure. But it's better than the people later on in my list. Sure. Yes. I can. Yeah. I think there are a few that are just very bad. Okay. So the next one has to be never is enough. Alcohol. You <laughs> date an alcoholic over a rich entitled piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, I've dated this person. So like, have you, you really, said, I've dated functional alcoholics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so like, can you name their names and addresses? No. <laughs> okay. So, like, this person has a very unhealthy relationship with drinking. I had a lot more patience for it when I was drinking heavily myself. But uh-huh. honestly, if you're getting sloppy drunk, like, on the reg, you should seek help. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, it, I mean, when I get sloppy drunk, which happens, you know, a couple times a year. Sure. Uh, I always feel mortified, like, the day after. As do I, yes. Yeah. So it's, for uh, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, when I get sloppy drunk, I hand out all the money in my wallet. <laughs> What? Do you really? Yeah. I don't know why I oh, do this. Oh, at like festivals and fairs and, and stuff. T- well, and tip people. Like we went to, yeah. after the Viking festival, when I was sloppy drunk, we went to like Burger King and I had like $20 <laughs> in like Tipped $5. The Burger King Yeah. Workers? I just gave them all the money in my wallet. <laughs> They're not even allowed to accept that. They idea. took it. Okay. And then they gave me free fries, apparently, which I don't remember. And then I dropped the fries on the, on the, uh, in the parking lot and then ate the fries off the ground you did not i did or at least that's what i'm told i have literally no memory of that okay and that is really embarrassing (laughs) i understand so we have five songs left is that correct we have four songs left Uh uh-oh we got let me randomize it's all been done i'll be that girl never is enough told you so and some fantastic oh shit i must have missed it's all been done then Uh uh-oh because that was my next choice yeah that would have been uh my apologies it should have been after leave between leave and one week okay oh wow that was way up on the list yeah yeah so my mistake um mostly the person seems nice uh i don't kind of a stalker but i don't know how right. i feel dating an immortal yes that's a right? problem so it's sort of a highlighter thing right like who wants to live forever who wants to date someone who lives forever sure so but i mean knowing that you're just like a blip in eternity and yeah. they're in there forever but like but also you know that you'll be remembered forever right so that's a form of immortality in and of itself boy, like, oh boy like yeah. most people don't get that yeah right? i mean how long do people remember it for unless you do something horrifying or amazing an you, amazing you, stunt you've got like that you'll be remembered for yeah, forever you've got maybe a generation yeah maybe a couple generations like when you're when your grandkids if you have kids are dead you're yeah. probably not even going to be remembered or like some ancestor might look you up right and there's more likely we're going to be remembered now because there's so much res- like so much resources yeah. to yeah shit okay because that's what i was thinking i was thinking yeah. that he's he's borderline stalkery so i figured it would be low yeah. for you but it was higher than i thought but he's an immortal though yeah so like even if we date for a little while like i know that my i my fa- my eternity is secured because he'll never forget me okay i think i have the next two but then the last two are confusing to me. okay the next one's never is enough close but not told you so told you so guy is horrible yeah, that of, was my last one he's kind of a dick oh my god yeah, he doesn't step in to help but doesn't give any advice uh he's like a thoughts and prayers kind of person he's got i mean i don't want to date him right yeah okay but he's ultimately useless and like then he lords it over you with some like 13th hour armchair quarterbacking no thanks i don't want to date this guy but you know i assume we're not taking the interpretation that he has aids absolutely not. okay <laughs> all right uh jesus he's so unfeeling yeah. i feel like then how is never is enough so low on your list this is nuts because never is enough guy is not a bad person. Never is enough. Yep, you're correct. Fuck. Okay, yeah. thank you. This Jesus. guy's a fucking prick. Christ. He is a bad person. Is he? 
Okay, why? I mean, he's got money, uh-huh. right? So that's the, that's the one thing in the pro column. Uh, that being said, from an ethical standpoint, I don't feel like I could be with a rich who shows not only utter disregard, but active contempt for everybody below him. Okay. So like, he, I feel like that would be a very uncomfortable dynamic in our relationship where he's like, oh, you worked at a fast food place? Ooh. You planted trees for a summer? Ew. You went to college? Ew. Ab, do you know how quickly you'd get used to that life? You'd be like, oh, I don't like how he looks down. Oh, $100,000. Thank you very much. I right. will go out for the afternoon. I think that they'd have to show some glimmer of humanity through all that. Like a, like something I could like push towards philanthropy. Then I'd feel better about that. Hmm. I mean, because again, like I don't, I'm not a money-driven guy. Yeah. Like I've hit my salary point and they keep offering me like promotions and stuff and I keep turning them down because I yeah. don't want to. You're happy any, with I'm them. happy with where I'm at. I'm happy how much money I'm making. Yeah. Like I guess... If I made more money, I would just donate more of it, I guess. Yeah. Because I don't need it. Yeah, I guess you're right. There is no positivity. I'm, I'm looking for yeah, any this, sort this of This guy's glimmer. a negative man. Yeah. God, even from line one. What? What am I to wake up suddenly and then enroll at the local college? <laughs> you think I'm going to be a fucking idiot? Yeah. Like, shitty. All right, yeah. you're right. So you're dating like Eric Trump or something. So yeah. Buddy. There's enough. We got two left. These are so hard. You got it. You They're got it. They're both garbage people. Uh, yeah. But, but, but one is a garbage person who actively wants to hurt you, and the other person is a garbage person who doesn't know that he's hurting you because he's got a sociopathy problem. Is that worse? I'm going to go with... I'll be that girl's next. You're correct. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, not This guy is not great at all. Okay. <laughs> so narrator's into some kinky stuff, which inherently isn't a problem, sure. right? Until the line about murder-suicide. Okay. <laughs> That's a deal-breaker for me. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so so we're capping it off with something fantastic, You got obviously. it. Okay. The worst. The worst. This narrator is, I don't need to feel basic human empathy, <laughs> at the very best. And at worst, he's a murderous psychopath. <laughs> so, I mean, the best outcome from this relationship with them is for them to kill you painlessly, <laughs> right? More likely looking at, like, a human centipede situation. Yeah, okay. I hope he invents his line machine that just eliminates <laughs> me without thought yeah. rather than, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ev, and that's your resequence. So let me see your paper one more time. Yeah, I, I don't see- think it would be a, I don't think it would be a great album musically. <laughs> it opens with When You Dream. Yeah, so a nice, a nice slow opener. <laughs> we don't hit one Let's week. open with a whimper. <laughs> we don't hit, it's all been done. Oh, yeah, you missed the song. So it's all been done on one week or track six and seven buried deep in the album. <laughs> yeah, what's number three? Is that what's what's my hit? <laughs> Who Needs Sleep, which okay, is kind yeah, of a that's, hit. That's yeah. good. Uh, but it does end with the canon ending track. So fantastic. <laughs> bye, bye. There we go. So actually, it's not. Well, as... I would add a 14th track, of course, with uh, ghost noises <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yes. Whale song. <laughs> sure. And a Scottish guy. <laughs> Good. Bang, well, zoom, zip. Ev, that is delightful. Good job. You really, I think you nailed this one. Your <laughs> resequence might be better than mine that has green Christmas on it. Um, okay, good stuff. So uh, here's the deal. Ev, mm-hmm. great job. We're going to move on to Maroon when we move to next week because we're getting back on our weekly schedule. Are we? I don't know. Hey, listeners, if there's an episode next week, we're getting back on a weekly schedule. If not, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of liking this luxurious... Uh, yeah, where it's it's really easy to just show up once a month and do two episodes instead <laughs> yeah. of but two it, times a month. It also... I, we, we've heard your angry cries, your yes. screams, your pleas for justice, and we will figure it out. Although I did talk to another father on the playground today, and he has said that he listened to a couple of our podcasts. Really? Yeah, because... 
friend of the pod brian wolf has been talking us up and then oh uh so then there, there's occasionally people in my neighborhood who know said, you as the very good lady i listened to i listened to a couple of your podcasts <laughs> but you're really too highbrow for me was exactly what he said good god and i was very surprised i mean again different strokes for different folks so he's gonna listen to this episode and go that motherfucker thought i was an idiot no i didn't say that <laughs> you said okay you mouthed it to me as i was talking i saw you you said he's a fucking moron. i would not say that about who? Give me his name and address. <laughs> Listeners, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back on It's All Been Done. Hey, F. What have you been... How are... You see, we all wear these masks. Every day? Every day. Uh-huh. Different situations. You just change your face. It's our persona. Uh, no, literal mask. I mean, you're not wearing a mask. That's your real face? It's my face. <laughs> oh, well. I feel bad now. Oh, jeez. I mean... What? Is that your real face? I mean, do you think my real face has this giant duck beak and, uh, like, horns? Every time I've seen you. Do you think my real eyes are gemstones? That's why we called you Gem Duck all these years. I wondered why that was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Emerald Quacker. I thought it was just my penchant for collecting gems no it is not but and my love of ducks <laughs> yes your love of the mighty ducks oh, oh they should puck. have lost they shouldn't should they have lost there needs to be more more stories where the team loses yeah like I, I want i want to see a show like a, a movie where it's like a mighty duck situation like a bad news bears situation mm-hmm. where the team they're a bunch of lovable losers mm-hmm. they practice they're they're, they're fucked up got no nothing going for them but mm-hmm. then the coach comes or you know some wonder kid comes and gets them all to go together and they work real real hard and they go go up against a team and still lose yeah, yeah they, love like they lose. lose they lose that's what they do because that team has been practicing the whole fucking time <laughs> and, and not all, fucking around in the beginning they all have natural talent yeah too. yeah and they just good, still lose yeah. but and that's okay it's yeah. okay for them to lose but it's a good game the 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 impetus the dramatic impetus comes from the fact that they don't lose as badly as everyone thought they would like and they actually boy? give these guys a good game. I know how many times you've been recommended anime series throughout your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a series about a women's baseball team called Princess Nine that is... I'm going to spoil the ending for you. Monolithic Fishmonger X. <laughs> exactly what you are talking about. Oh, well. Where they, they're lovable losers and they practice all season and then they lose in the end, but they didn't lose as badly as they would have normally. And everybody's okay with it. Yeah, it's great because it's like... And then they all go out for like pizza afterwards. No, it's like it's like. Oh, wait, the sorry, final it's a Japanese game. anime, so they go out for like... Pizza. Uh, piazza. Piazza, Mike Piazza. <laughs> piazza. <laughs> Mike Piazza. It like fades to black and then they, it, like during the ninth, and then there's a VO and it was like, and then we lost, but we didn't lose as badly as we could have. And that's the ending of the whole series. They don't go out for piazza or anything. Oh, well, I want to see the pizza thing. We'll just illustrate an ending to it. Will you right. watch the whole series if I, oh, if I commission it? Yeah, an yeah, I will watch any anime series that watching. anyone recommends to me. I will me. tell you it's not worth watching. You know what is worth watching, Because I can't though. say I don't like anime and continue to not ever watch it. Like, Yes, every like, time someone offers you something, you must try it. Like because I was, uh, otherwise, you might like anime and just not know it right i mean like we, there's we were getting sushi at work one time mm-hmm. and i asked one of the women down the hall and she said i don't eat that said, wow. have you ever eaten that have you ever even tried it you know, even like the sushi even like a california roll like yeah. like no i don't eat any of that i don't i don't like it i don't eat it I'm like, how do you know you don't like it if you never ate it so i mean i don't like anime but that woman- i've watched a lot of anime <laughs> so i think it's an informed opinion <laughs> that woman was a child i don't know if i like getting my limbs hacked off by an axe mm. 
but I have tried I have it. an axe. Every time it's been offered to me, I have yeah. taken people up on it. Yeah. So. so once again, you took my reasonable proposition to an extreme. <laughs> That's why they call me Gemduck. Just wait. <laughs> Do you know who else they call Gemduck? <laughs> It's Jerome Wetzel <laughs> with Jim's Dailies. That's Wetzel's right. Pretzels. <laughs> Wetzel's I feel like he's great. lost out a lot. Like that's a Wetzel's Pretzels. Like Jerome, get on that. That's, yeah. That's Why isn't you're... that your new podcast? I know, I know you're full of ideas and you're trying all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, a lot of it's very good. You're an artist. Mm -hmm. You're a creative. You do a lot of good. But I mean, Wetzel's Pretzels. Is that where he reviews a pretzel every week on his podcast? Like uh, one day he goes to Annie Ann's and then he does Snyder's Hard and then he does. And that's about it. That's what <laughs> yeah, I got. You're right. Cur Curs? Do they do? Are they just the potato chip people? Or Curse. he does Kroger brand. Who does the he does Giant Eagle brand. Yeah, why not, dude? That sounds fun. Yeah. I'd listen to. No, I wouldn't. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jerome. That sounds like a bad idea. Actually, <laughs> no, I was talking more like a pretzel company where he makes pretzels. Oh, so he's pivoting from podcasting to yeah. pretzel making, like a, a pretzel, natural pivot. like a pretzel food truck. Sure. Yeah. What can you serve at a pretzel food truck besides pretzels? Things on pretzel buns. Yeah, I mean, pretzel buns, you can serve like pretzels with cheese in them. You yeah. can serve like the cinnamon pretzels. Ooh. Yeah, okay, so just an ant a mobile yeah, yeah. Or Yeah, and then you can do like uh, yeah, pretzel buns with like burgers and stuff in it, like just regular yeah. street food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Wetzel's pretzels... Every pretzel bun I've ever had has been too hard. Like Pretzel buns are soft as hell, bro. No, but they're like the, the consistency is more rubbery than I want from a bun. Okay. It's like eating a... Um, What's your favorite type of bun i like a good potato bun that's the correct answer there's oh. only one correct answer <laughs> that's it. you did it that's why these gold coins are raining down on me <laughs> Ow. you know who else loves potato buns <laughs> jerome, jerome wetzel <laughs> everyday network creator jerome wetzel wonders things funny things inspirational things weird things most of them are crap but every once in a while, say once a day, he thinks he has a thought someone else might appreciate. More often than not, he's wrong. But that hasn't stopped him from launching Jim's Daily by Jerome Wetzel on Facebook. Every day you'll get one post and one post only from Jerome. Like and subscribe to see what he's thinking about next. Then donate at patreon.com IABD and put in the comments that this madness needs to stop. Donate enough and maybe he'll delete the page and stop making us read copy for it. All of our programming, most of it much better than Jim's Daily by Jerome Wetzel, can be found at iabdpresents.com. What a self-effacing ad we just had to read. Yeah. Well, I think we are supposed to be the ones who diss yeah. Universe Journey. We don't, we don't need it spelled out for yeah, us, I Jerome. Think, I think he's trying to like like refigure the ads so that uh, take to take into our account He's our stealing uh, our thunder our belligerence that makes sense actually maybe this was just sent to me maybe all the other people yeah. got a nice one he just emailed you yeah. <laughs> maybe he thought that we would just take the opposite approach and, and effusely praise it yeah J Jerome you're a genius your thoughts None of this you should, should, you should have more thoughts <laughs> yeah, one also, post I don't think is so is he describing Twitter it's on Facebook but he thinks one thing a day and posts it well, how how deep is the thought? Like, if it's a hundred, if it can fit in what 140, 280 characters. Do you want me to go take a look at how deep the thoughts are? Uh, <laughs> how deep into this are we gonna get? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? Yeah, this commercial can be an hour long. This is the episode now. Why are we even doing an episode? <laughs> it seems silly, to be honest. I mean, we're doing in the spirit of Jerome's Wetzel's pretzels. Uh -huh. We've gotta, we've gotta just, you know, have a thought. Sure, absolutely. So here's a here's a a Jim's daily thought by Jerome Wetzel. Um, this one uh, is from, oh, I don't know, four hours ago. Storms make trees grow deeper roots, or they just rip them out of the ground and destroy them. Mm. Very deep. Check it out, iabdpresents.com. And we're 
back on It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we'd usually spin that big wheel. But instead, it's a special episode. It's the resequencing episode. So, yes. listeners, we're not going to spin that big wheel. We're going to talk about something very special. It was an event that occurred between Stunt and Maroon. Mm-hmm. And uh, this event was called BNL Day. BNL Day. BNL Day. B- so... Um, BLT day. BLT day. What BNL day was? Uh, it was bacon, nuts, and lettuce. Bacon, nuts, and lettuce. <laughs> bacon, nuts, and lettuce. Was it lettuce? I thought it was like bacon, nuts, and lard or something. Maybe. It was Ooh, lettuce. that's even worse. <laughs> Slippery Sandy. Yeah. So you just you just take the bit. Ba- you don't even take the bacon out of the pan. You just pour it right onto the bread. <laughs> that's correct. And then throw a handful of smokehouse almonds on that and call it a day. <laughs> Fuck that sounds good. Do I want it greasier? Greasier. <laughs> Um, so what this was, it was on Kids WB, uh, the children's uh, network, and uh, what they did was a special promotional thing for Stunt, and basically they had all the B-Nakes mm-hmm. on, and in between each of the cartoons, they would have a kind of live action slash cartoon segment with uh, the Bare Naked Ladies mm-hmm. and um, and the, the cartoons that previously or will just, just play yeah uh, have played and yes. i recognized all the cartoons except for like two of them yeah uh, i recognize all but one which i didn't realize men in black even had a cartoon that I, knew, one... I knew they had a cartoon the one that i didn't recognize was uh hysteria oh yeah hysteria was like a historical comedy show i feel like i would have really enjoyed that you definitely would i feel have. like i was a little too old for kids wb though in 1999 yeah i was being 18 years old really jesus i always forget how much older you are than me yeah yeah fucking ancient yeah i would have been 14 kids that would have probably hit my sweet spot yeah 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 um but i never watched any of these things anyway um so uh (laughs) they they did these occasionally they had occasional like um like gin blossoms hour promotional well the only other musical artist that ever did a day on kids that you do be was weird bega the mambo number five really yes there was lou bega what other songs did he do i don't know i truly have no idea every every bump is just (laughs) it's just a mambo number five reference a little bit of wacko (laughs) a little bit of yakko by my side yep just every single one yes um so uh originally and i think we'll talk about this in a little bit with our guest who we will get to it was meant to be naked day that was the original idea for this thing and at the at the 11th hour, the powers that be said, we cannot call it Naked Day. So they had to change it to Bare Naked Lady or Bare Naked Day instead of Naked Day. Uh-huh. Uh, and then make the, the, the caveat that you should not be naked, <laughs> basically. It was very body shaming, uh, yeah, uh, sort of uh, I mean, activity. But you, you kind of don't want kids to take off their clothes. <sighs> Speak for yourself. Like, I don't want... Oh, okay. <laughs> If you're listening on the playground right now, no, of course not. Of course not. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think they even make, they have a little disclaimer in, uh, in the very first segment of these, which is like, uh, some woman is like, uh, 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 you must have your shirt, shoes and, and socks to participate in this ride or whatever. Um, so this is basically, let's talk about each of the segments that let's are in Let's go here. through. Okay. Let's dig so, deep. Uh, let's start with the opening segment. Which, naked Day. Uh, yes, the Naked Day one. Yeah, or the, op- the open the, pull the curtain back. It'll be one week till you're gonna sing. 
Ben Nagin Ladies here on Kids WB. We're gonna shake up the galaxy when we pay a visit to all your double family. Lois Lane's got the fly right kicking. Drive you off a cliff and your heart starts ticking. Watch us posing as a Pokemon, facing Clarion. I hope our underwear defeats him. We're getting squeezed by Elmira. She'll wash and dry ya until your mouth's really squeaky clean. See us riding with the MIB. Beware the backseat. It's truly guaranteed to make you scream. Batmobile needs new wheels. Watch it feel. Know that we'll watch the windows and we'll check the ejection seat. Hiding Tweety, he's a sweetie and a treaty for Sylvester who needs meaty. Open wide for his beacon feet. It's Naked Day with us, the fully clothed band, Bare Naked Ladies. Remember, everyone must wear the proper shoes, shirts, and pants. Next weekend on Kids WB. What What did you think of this segment? They mic'd them real close. Yes, they were. So like, like they weren't like musically mic'd. They yes. were mic'd like somebody like on a sitcom like a or something. Mic. Yeah, like yeah. sitcom. <laughs> yeah. So like when they sang. It was. It sounded like fundamentally different yes. than like they shouldn't have been mic'd like that. I think. And this was the one where they did the one week parody, correct? Uh, yes. Yes, I believe so. So uh, yes, they do because they because Ed does the rap. Yes. Which is topical. It's which, about all the the cartoons you're about to watch. Right. So I Jesus know he can. Christ. So I'm angry now because I know he can do it. He can write a rap about something that he sees instead of just you have what he did not write that rap he didn't it was written by somebody at kids wb holy but they just gave it to him and he read it off oh no. yeah i know <laughs> i don't I actually didn't mean to break I, you. I don't actually want to talk about bnl day anymore <laughs> okay, episode over <laughs> episode <laughs> fuck these are expensive um they're not actually these are the shittiest microphones money can buy um so let's talk about it the opening was very off tempo and very funny to me for that reason. I, I very much enjoyed it. Okay, um, I really love there's a rap about again, they're rapping about all the cartoons you're about to see. The the mm -hmm. part about Pokemon delighted me. They talk about how they hope their underwear can defeat Flareon, which is nonsensical <laughs> they all hold out their underwear to this pokemon very very weird to me don't you want to you ever get that burned underwear because <laughs> they, they have like skid marks and they they burn the underwear smell like burnt uh, poop uh -huh. <laughs> and i won't be disgusted uh-huh that's uh uh what's that what's the name of that pokemon is it skidmon is it that's that's digimon they all end with mon uh, what I didn't like about this is they sing about it, all it these... It would be like a Pokemon called Skid Stain or something yeah. like that. But like Stain would just be like with a Y. It would be Skid's WB. Skid Stain <laughs> would be the name of that Pokemon. Uh, they, they're ruining all of their punchlines, right? Because when you watch this segment, it's nonsensical. They'll say stuff like, we're getting squeezed by Elmira. She'll wash and dry ya until your mouth's really squeaky clean, which seems crazy because Elmira collects animals. She but doesn't wash their mouths. And so you realize that later we're going to have an Elmira right. sketch and she's they're going to say something bad and she's going to wash their so, mouths. Over. So they're ruining all their punch They lines. are, but like it's for kids though. So kids need repetition more than adults do. I guess that's true. And there is so, that study that if you get something spoiled for you, you actually enjoy it more than people I've who... I've never read that. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. study that spoilers huh. are actually increase your enjoyment of a piece well, of yeah, I don't. I don't care spoilers either way. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a spoily boy. I'm I hate not, spoilies. Huh? It, again, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. like a malicious spoiler. Yeah. But, you know, I don't care if something is quote-unquote spoiled for me. I see. It's not what is said. It's how it's said and, you know, the context around it. But anyway... <laughs> yes. I, uh, I thought another thing that... Another odd choice yeah. that I thought was that they didn't give them instruments... No, yeah, they're just standing there. They're and they singing. filmed them full, <laughs> full body. body. Ty like, looks so uncomfortable. Yes, Tyler. I actually, I have under my uh, thing. Tyler looks insane. <laughs> yeah, 
is true. I think he is kind of a nervous ball of energy all the time, and he wants to do something with his hands, and he cannot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't know. But, like, I, I just, I can't. I know they're performers, right? Sure. They're creatives. But, like, just the thought of being full body filmed, like, yeah. dancing. Yeah. That just gives me shivers. Yeah. Like, that seems terrifying. <laughs> it is. It's, it's very, like very having strange. to give a speech without a podium. Yes, you just, like, walk up on stage, like, oh, you can see my whole body, can't you? <laughs> very, very weird. Where and do terrifying. I put my hands? How do I move my human body? Um, I, I thought the part where they're going to fix Batman's car was nonsensical to me, of course, until you see the segment. And a lot of these, they don't ruin the punchline, but they're nonsense <laughs> until you see the actual mm-hmm. segment. Like, why bother about talking about his car or you talking about Batman? Talk about how they're going to go on adventures with him. Well, I think they probably structured it like. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I just, my brain fell off a cliff at that. I, I couldn't parse the part about Tweety. It says something like open wide for his bacon feet. I can't understand what they're mm, saying there. God, t- famously, Tweety's feet smell <laughs> like a nice salted bacon. Um, And then the part where... Barbecue ribs. The MIB segment, I can imagine some top-level executive just like jizzing his pants, thinking like, we got MIB and Baronet. These are hot properties and we're gonna put them fucking together mm-hmm. kids are gonna go they're gonna make happy meal bare naked men in black toys this mm-hmm. might be its own cartoon like just two hot properties we're putting them together um and you know it did end up being humongous we did yeah. have ladies in black that's <laughs> tessa thompson it's spawned off of this segment men and ladies men and ladies yes Ooh. <laughs> more things they probably couldn't air on kids wb yeah uh, anything else to say about that segment? Nope. Let's, let's go, go to on. the next one, which is uh, Lois Lane. I thought Mosh Pit was the next okay, one. Okay, let's go. Yeah, you because I think uh, I have them out of order here. So Mosh Pit. Um, so in this one, uh, well, we'll play it right here. And now back to BNL Day on Kids WB. And I, I've never babysat before. How are we going to occupy two hundred babies? Uh, two hundred babies. Baby Mosh Pit. Stay tuned as BNL Day continues on Kids WB. So, here's my problem with this. There's no they, indication for the cartoon that this is right. for, right? Uh, oh, yeah, like maybe blues or something. But yeah. yeah, they kill a bunch of babies in this. Oh yeah, oh yeah, babies die. Yeah, they decide what can we do with these babies? Let's have them fight each other. That is not the correct yeah, choice. I think you can get like you can lose your daycare for that sort of stuff. Here's the scariest thing. There's a song on stunt about Stephen Page's newborn child, so he knows yeah. that this shouldn't be a thing he's doing. I don't know, but hey, what are you going to do, obviously? But Ed is clearly having a good time. Oh, yeah. Here's my problem. Uh-huh. Imagine you're a kid. I already said my problem. Here's my second problem. Imagine you're a kid, and you're a Benny Good Ladies fan, mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck, I'm so excited. After this cartoon, You wouldn't swear if you were a kid, because you're well-behaved. Gosh, I'm so excited. After Gee this cartoon, willikers. They're going to have another Bennett Ladies segment, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to see my favorite boys. And the segment is five seconds long, basically, of mm-hmm. Ed going like, what are we going to do with these babies? Baby mosh pit! Stay tuned for more kids. That's, that's what I waited through hysteria for. I don't give a shit about historical comedy. Well, I presume that... I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering how many new viewers BNL Dre dragged to the WB. Presumably hundreds of thousands, if not more, yeah, right? Yeah, like, were, were the BNL, like, a, a real kid's band? Holy shit. Bef- pre-snack time? No. And <laughs> I still so. post-snack time, yes. no. <laughs> I, don't think, I didn't think so. <laughs> but, so, uh, yeah, I'm curious, because, I mean, they, they, they were family-friendly, right? Yes, yeah. Well, they're not actually family-friendly. It's just they have this family-friendly vibe. Like, if you, like, read the lyrics of the songs, I mean, they're not swearing or anything. The name of the band isn't family. What the right. fuck is family-friendly about Very Good Ladies? They are kind of 
comedy. They're humorous. Yeah, they're wholesome looking. Maybe. Yeah, which trends, which trends younger. Yeah. Like I don't know, they got sort of wacky comedy. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know why they got. I mean, that's something we can talk about when we get them on the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did shoot out a tweet to them uh, to see if we could meet them at a garbage plate restaurant for lunch before oh, their July yeah. show. Oh so my god, we'll, that'd be so good. We're never gonna hear anything. Uh, what segment is well, next? We'll see if we can get Hootie on the line. <laughs> I only want to be with him. Uh, which one is next? Uh, the Tweety one. It's BNL Day on Kids WB with the band members Steven, Tyler, Jim, and Ed. Ooh, hide me, hide me. That bad old pudding tat after me. Oh, Tweety, time for breakfast. Why don't you hide it? Oh. <laughs> Have you fellas seen a little yellow bird around here? Nope, I haven't seen it. No, 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 not, not me. me. Not. Hmm, what about you? Um, I think Tweety Bird went that way. Thanks, mister. Uh, and by the way, you might want to do something about that cold. Hey, and while you're at it, do something about your breath, too. Shoot! Keep watching BNL Day with more of the Ultimate Animaniacs Super Special next on Kids WB. Tweety and Sylvester, get fucking dunked on, Ed. You stupid piece of shit. Hey, Your breath smells hey, like garbage. Hey, 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 back it up. I'm sorry. I just thought it was great. Tweety fucking murders him in real time. <laughs> After giving Tweety a place to hide from certain death, Tweety comes out and goes, hey, guess what, shithead? Your breath smells like ass. But like, he like, Tweety like, isn't in his mouth. Tweety like crawls down <laughs> deep into his throat. <laughs> Tweety like, should have just made a nest. In there. <laughs> like, this is some real weird body horror. I got some yeah. weird body horror like <laughs> themes for me. It was a baller move on Tweety. Tweety yeah. just made his his little house. Is Tweety a boy or a girl? Uh, I, I never. I don't think I, it's gendered. Gender yeah, sort of. yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. I think the person who voices it is a boy. Okay. But you know, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No, not at all. Boys voice girls. Girls voice boys all the time. Um, Especially younger trending shows yeah uh but besides for that I, that's all i had was how fucking hard tweety killed ed yeah okay I mean, <laughs> that's all you had to i'm always confused uh, like i'm always frustrated not frustrated but like kind of freaked out by the shows where the, they're predicated on one character trying to kill and eat another and i think i've mentioned this on the show before <laughs> yeah. like tom and jerry like wiley coyote and the roadrunner yeah. like uh tom and jerry fucks me up because tom is doing his job it's a cat's job to catch mice in the house and mm -hmm. jerry it, like murders him over and it like slices his tail and hits mm -hmm. him with mallets and like i don't blame him it's a self-preservationist thing but it's like shitty like i just I, I mean but if somebody's trying to come i think we've literally had this conversation really? before but like if right, someone's trying it. to kill and eat me i yeah. feel like i'm within my rights to do pretty much anything i want in defense of it's my the life. castle doctrine yeah. jerry's castle doctrine okay uh which one is next weighs a ton and now back to bnl day on kids wb i saw you BNL Day continues on Kids WB. Weighs a fucking ton. This is all worth it. It weighs yeah, a ton. Yeah, I liked this one a lot. Is it better than it's all been done? <laughs> I mean, let's let's be real. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's just agree. I agree. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a great conceit. Great lyrics. Great harmonies. I love it. Yeah, I love this song. It was a. 
it was it, well, I don't I would say it isn't as good because it isn't mic'd as well. <laughs> okay, right. So like you can like there's the harmonies are good but you can like hear the sort of separation in their voices because sure. they're not they're not getting mixed. Right, right, right. 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 I mean, but they're not going to have like I mean this is fucking kids WB. Sure. It's not like they have to get studio time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good point. So. Uh but still I just man I loved it so much. I I thought this was my favorite segment at all. I think it weighs a it ton. It's pretty fun. Genius yeah. idea. Yeah. I'm I'm bummed that this is the last song they did. Right. Uh, they did a little excerpt. Yeah, which we'll get there. About, but the last original song because we have mm-hmm. a new parody of One Week, and we have a new parody of It's All Been Done, mm-hmm. and they're both fantastic. Yeah. I think uh, you should have more songs. Me yeah. too. They're a band. Mm-hmm. What did Lou Bega fucking do? I need to look up his clips. <laughs> uh, okay. What's next? Pit Crew. Pit Crew. The one where they murder Batman. Yes, indeed. Um, so and I don't want like, if I have a highly tuned precision piece of equipment like a car mm-hmm. that shoots fire and has a machine, it doesn't have a machine gun, but like bolas or some shit. I don't know what Batman's car does anymore. Oil slick probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I don't want a band working on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And and it, with predictable results. Yeah. Right. You know, Batman is murdered. This is the like. What do you think they like? I want to see that. I really want the like the improv to continue like they're like <laughs> batman has just been ejected and smashed against the ceiling like his broken body flops to the floor and the bnl boys like look around like what the fuck are we gonna do and then like beep 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 like joker's in town he's fucking kidnapping kids again sure nobody's like, there to stop him and they gotta they've got to do something yeah. yeah 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 absolutely uh i'm with you this isn't the batman beyond one like right? scarecrow's taking over a chuck E. cheese everyone's in trouble <laughs> Uh, the Batman Beyond one is a different one. Yeah, I yeah, think that okay. one's a different one. Okay, I didn't write anything for this one. I think I was just too too horrified by <laughs> everything that I saw. <laughs> one there of your childhood. Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Heroes next? Killed, uh, oh, next is uh, the Amara one. It's BNL Day on Kids WB with the band members Stephen, Tyler, Jim, and Ed. Be my Okono. Whoa. Another song about love and huggly wugglies. Uh, it's kind of hard when you can't even breathe. Oh, come on, my bear baby wabies. It's bare naked ladies. Yeah, naughty waddy potty talk. We're gonna have to scrub your mouth out with soap. <laughs> Stay tuned for more of BNL Day right after the Ultimate Animaniac Super Special next on Kids WB. I have bubbles coming out of every orifice. Yeah, more naughty waddy potty talk. We need stronger soap. The Elmira one. Yes. Okay, first off, they start singing Yoko Ono, right? Great, yes. It is great, but what if instead they sang Elmira, we never really knew each other anyway. Oh, boy, what if... What if, you know, we're going to have the chance to ask a what if in yeah. a moment here, and I'm very excited yeah. for it. So, I mean, I, I felt like Yoko Ono wasn't a bad choice and some more popular choice, right? Because yes. Yoko Ono is one of their more popular songs, but like, I feel like well, that the, the fits right in there. The whole idea was they had to end a song, not begin it, right? Because that that's the predicates the segment. It's like they're ending a song and Elmira is asking them to do another one, right? So, actually, the end of Enid has Enid. Mm-hmm. Enid. Yeah, so I guess they could have done that, too. Um, yeah, they fucked up. They fucked up pretty bad yeah. here. I mean, maybe they maybe they sang Enid before. Yeah. Um, I found it weird that Elmira gets upset about the use of the word orifice. That freaks me out. And that, like, implies I mean, that... orifice Elmira- is kind of a gross word. It's gross, but Elmira says that she's going to have to wash out their mouths again. I just feel shitty about that well, whole thing. I don't and, know. Uh, also, Elmira is a giant in this in this thing. Like... 
So they're very oh, small. Oh god, I like, didn't even think about are all the that. so that made me like wonder like are all the Tiny Toons characters giants? Like oh, I mean cuz they we only see them in relation to each other, yeah. right? So they could all be enormous. Yeah. Fuck, I hadn't even thought about that. Oh man. Like Bugs Why? Bunny maybe is a 100 feet tall. Well, if Buster is as big as Elmira, then Bugs Bunny has to be like three times Buster's size. Right. Jesus Christ. Wait, so Elmira, like, okay, so how big would you have to be to hold four, so like, five human men well, in your hand? This is six feet, right? So, and this is what? Uh, maybe four inches? Yeah. So if four inches were six feet... Oh Jesus! Now we're gonna yeah. You put yourself, I was I was all I was all with you until you started bringing math. So we're hundred feet high. That's way more. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But like, so to you, like a basically, it's like holding five rolls of pennies in your hand. <laughs> yes, basically. So uh, she washes them off, and then like she washes their mouth out, like gives them a bath or something. But their clothes are all dry afterwards, so I wasn't sure how that actually. Yeah, they should have soaked. Tr- they should have soaked these boys down. <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, by the way, it's 108 feet tall. 108 feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because I'm six feet tall, so that would be. 100 so Myers 108 feet tall. Bugs Bunny has got to be like at least 300, three, probably <laughs> like three times the size of the. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, this yeah. is eldritch horror shit. <laughs> this is horrifying. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. What what segment was next? The uh, Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. I never watched Batman Beyond, so I didn't know the woman driving the car. I'm like, is that Lois Lane? Like, who is driving the car? Yeah, I don't think I watched much Batman Beyond either. But here's the thing: is BNL is immediately like, I don't mean to undercut the premise of this sketch, which is like, well, oh, they all, they're all dying. They're dead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> when they fall off a cliff and die. Oh, the Lois Lane one. Yeah. Oh, you said Batman Beyond. That's oh, the one, one where where uh, they're like, "How did you get in here?" And the BNL is like, "Oh, we ditched the tour, right?" Uh, don't know. Okay, maybe. Oh, you know what? That that's the pit stop one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the one where the premise is undercut because like, Terry's like, "What do you mean you ditched the tour?" And then the tour walks by. Like you fucking dummies. All right, but let's talk about Lois Lane. The yeah. Lois Lane uh, one was, was it Lois Lane? Was it Batman Beyond? I don't know which one. Which Lois Lane is classic ba- Batman. Or, okay. or, classic no, Superman. 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 But like, Superman. I don't know who. I didn't know what show this was. This is the only one I didn't know. Truly, there are so many fucking like. But the animation there are style. Three Batman shows on there. Or the, something. Yeah, there like, like the animation style was like a Batman. Yeah. So I assumed it was like a Batman Beyond or a Batman. I think it must have been like a Superman Batman Power Hour because Lois Lane is in it. She's a Superman character. Yeah. Who, I didn't know if she. I didn't know if she was. I didn't. Our research. I didn't know. If she was Lois Lane or not, I like don't she's know. just a dark-haired woman yeah. driving a fancy car. But so here's my question: She for might this be one. like, is it Batwoman? Maybe, right? Maybe no. Okay. Maybe we, in the, in the background we have the the the, the BNL dying dying in a fiery accident to the tune of "It's All Been Done." Right? All of them are in the back except for Tyler, who's in the front. Yes, and Tyler just can't act. No, <laughs> he just can't act. Like he just like looks mortified at the camera. Sure. Like, yeah. oh man. What? So why didn't they use an instrumental version of "In the Car" for this? That would have been great, right? They don't have to get all the. <laughs> we were never making love. <laughs> but it would have been better. I would. I wish if we're doing a resequencing mm-hmm. of these segments, why wasn't this the final segment? And just cut off the end of it. So as soon as they hit the ground, <laughs> thanks for watching Kids WP. Like they are all fucking dead. That would have made a much better ending to this PNL day. And then I, yeah. That would have. Yeah, okay. Game agree. over. Well, uh, dram- the kids would have loved seeing their heroes die, just like in the Transformers movie. <laughs> it was very popular. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Did we cover them all? No, no. We got plenty more. Jesus. MIB? MIB. What's next for me? It's the MIB. You got the MIB. Again, it's another car one, right? Yes. So they're all in the back this time. 
Yeah, and they're picking up random shit from the floor. A sandwich, right. a ball. So there's a lot of stuff on the floor. Like, I, I'm not sure how you fit five... I mean, I know MIB is famous for, like, creative uses of space. Right. So, but, like, five full-grown men. Right. A bunch of shit. Right. And then another full-grown creature. Yeah. Who's just been in there the and whole time. And they didn't notice. And they didn't notice. So he's... But, but he, like, the way he comes up, it's yeah. just like... <laughs> Terrifying. Like, yeah. right in front of them. <laughs> I mean, they They are, didn't see him coming. They are the MIB. They have secret compartments. Yeah. They have... You and can't... also, this could be an alien that grows like that. Sure. Like, so it could have been nothing, and then suddenly it's something. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. We have to. Yeah, Ex- absolutely. Exactly. Uh, what's next? Malaria. Hysteria. Hysteria. Almeria. This one is so bad. Yeah, that's a rough one. It's B&L Day on Kids WB with the band members Steven, Tyler, Jim, and Ed. Hysteria. 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 Malaria. Almeria. Hey, just read the cue card. It's hysteria. Pull up a chariot. Stay right here for more of BNL Day right after an all new hysteria next on Kids WB. It's pretty scary. Look at that hairia. Stop it! Enough! I dare ya. Take care of ya. I really, truly, you can tell that they're bad actors here. Well, they're given bad material. Yeah, I mean, they're doing what they can. Every, yeah. I think like everyone's doing what they can. Yeah, which is fine. But That's again, it's a, it's a kids' show, and it's like. Yes. The Beatniks, I, I do say their attempt to bring levity to this is delightful to mm-hmm. watch. Like, they're but, trying. But, but, I mean, knowing that, here's my major critique of the whole thing. Uh-huh. Right? We know the Bare Naked Ladies, we know Bare Naked Ladies are talented improvisers, consummate improvisers. Yeah. So, to, ha- to bring them into the studio and to give them just, you know, six pages of dialogue to right. read. And then just to, like, do little clips and then edit them into stuff. They could have, they could have given them like two or three hours of studio time let them like just go crazy and then yeah. used it like an improv yeah show in the uh, format and then just worked that all in there oh we don't know uh, i'm kind of curious how long they had them for yeah I mean, another we'll thing that out. we can ask momentarily yeah um I, when ty holds his breath for no reason it is truly insane and very funny to me yes. like ty is trying ty is like the fucking crazy uncle like i could mm-hmm. see him trying desperately to entertain these children and it was it was kind of fun to watch i enjoyed yeah that. i mean i don't know i think that if i had seen this as a kid i would have enjoyed the hell out of yeah, it. yeah me too so, me too me too so for all my critiques right and then uh yeah so the last one is the marvin the, martian segment yeah marvin martian end sure. Of the day. sure 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 so bnl is captured and will be forced to swim in in primordial slime forever which they are seemingly delighted by this horrible fate zorloff he says yeah something about zorloff zoloft Zoloft. he says (laughs) which is like written by like Werner herzog like Uh horrible like never ending pain so what i'm imagining what i'm imagining is happening and again we're going to find out later is that when you're because you these shows are all on the all on the wb right they all like produced by the wb like these aren't like they might be wb branded shows but when you work with like with ips right. right you have certain things you can and can't do with sure. them so i'm imagining that like all of these had to like thread the needle of requirements for you know eight different ips yeah, probably so this is what you get yeah right? they couldn't couldn't be anything else yeah. <laughs> you're right it seems like i mean it seems like they probably had quite a bit of leeway i mean mm-hmm. they, they probably had a list of things they couldn't do and then after that you could just kind of had free because yeah. this is pretty crazy like it's yeah. the the I don't know. I'm curious to hear what the creative process was for like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to have Bernicke ladies. What do we have them do? We have them get captured by Marvin the Martian and, and be in primordial ooze forever. Also, here's the thing. You talked about if you had watched this as a kid, you'd been delighted. Mm-hmm. Sure. But guess what would have delighted me even more? Watching the butt stuff. The, well, <laughs> obviously children take your clothes off. 
Um, hey. No, seeing the Gordon PSA, right? Which was also meant uh, for kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that's clearly, on Fox. They had a strong... Was WB on Fox? I don't think so. No. Yeah. WB is its own network. Okay. But here's what should have happened. Who retains the rights to Gordon? Probably the Bennigan Ladies. Mm-hmm. Marvin Almost, the Martian yeah. captures the Bennigan Ladies, but his spaceship is stopped by Gordon. Mm-hmm. Gordon comes in, and we have a throwdown death match. I don't feel like Marvin. Gordon would fight. You're right. He's peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He would come in. He doesn't even have arms. <laughs> what are those? So it's just like Marvin's going to like annihilate him. <laughs> He's going to destroy him. I know that Marvin is... That's okay. So that's really weird. So Marvin is what uh, the size that I would expect Marvin to be. Like he's smaller. Yeah, he was way. Than, yeah, he, he was, was like knee high, waist sure, high, sure, sort sure. of thing. <laughs> like so, Myra is just enormous. Have you're you're thinking about this is so delightful. He's like, wait a minute. Now I see the inconsistency here. <laughs> yes, you're right. They fucked up. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Overall, though, it's fair. It's charming. This is a charming group of segments mm-hmm. that are available on YouTube in HD quality. Yeah, which yeah, they're is pretty good. Fun as hell to to yeah, enjoy. I, that I watched them with my kid, and he was wrapped the whole really? time. Yeah, he sat there. He went from crying to watching them. Wow, that's yeah. great. He enjoyed them all. It so, passed the Lukey test. Yeah, so they a, a two and a half year old really uh, locked in on them. Okay, all right. I kept it kept him quiet for what three and a half minutes. I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah, spent, six minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very impressed by that. Okay, cool. Yeah, we watched them together. You did a good job. Uh, animators. He wanted, and... he wanted them to be underwater. That was his his one critique. <laughs> Couldn't you just because in Octonauts, which is his favorite show, mm-hmm. is it very obvious that they're underwater? Yes. Oh, okay. They're wearing like. Uh, they're either in a submersible, okay. a guppy, like, or a gup A, or a gup B, or a gup C, uh, or a gup Z, in, or they're swimming in, in like uh, suits. In SpongeBob, they're underwater for all intents and purposes, but like they're not. But right? they're so. Could but you SpongeBob have... are underwater creatures, right? The underwater creatures in Octonauts are fish and yeah, shit like that. Like, but like the Octonauts themselves are like bears. They light fires and, and, and shit underwater and... in SpongeBob, oh. and like there's wind that blows things away. And I mean, Sandy you mean is like in... tides? that move things yes, away exactly uh sandy the squirrel's in a whole suit you're right yeah but. so i mean but just i don't know couldn't you have just told him yeah they're underwater they're underwater kid no <laughs> like, he would know he's very <laughs> serious he's very serious about that he fell off the balance beam the other day and said oh must have been an underwater, underwater tremor. tremor i know your partner told me about that uh all right well in any case everybody who was working on this did a really good job yeah. i would say yeah uh, and speaking of the animators of these bits, uh, we have a special guest today. He was the director of animation for Kids WB, and now for the CW Television Network, it's Brian Oliver. Hi, Brian. How are you? Greetings. I'm doing excellent. How are you guys? We Couldn't are be better. Great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, Ev, you got a huge smile on your face when I said the CW. Are yeah. you a CW fan? I love the CW. <laughs> it's got my Supernaturals on it. Although well, not- for at least... One more season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does it's for for Benedict Ladies podcast. We do talk about uh, Superna- supernatural. No, my uh, my partner is a dedicated CW fan, and he will watch every show on it that has superheroes or supernatural or any combination thereof. So. <laughs> well, and I can uh, assure you, you guys are a rabid bunch of fans, um, because. <laughs> We we had uh, I don't know if you want to get into anecdotes about supernatural, but oh for sure oh um, yes please <laughs> <laughs> okay well this podcast is nothing if not rambly so yeah <laughs> all right so back when Smallville was on um, uh-huh. Smallville led into Supernatural um, and this was going back the year that uh, Gabby Giffords the uh, was she congressman or senator uh, 
got shot in the oh, public. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, and so that scene, there was a scene very similar to that in the Smallville episode that was leading into a supernatural season mm. premiere. Oh my gosh. So we had two season premieres, but we had to pull them because it it just the optics of it and you know it was just very right. similar. So we pulled them and the supernatural fans just ripped us apart <laughs> on social media. <laughs> I mean they were we had quotes like salt and burn the CW. Oh jeez. You know, so you guys scare me just a little bit more than hey. the actual show does. Yeah, I'm not going to come but, after you if I miss a Supernatural episode. <laughs> it's, it's fine. How right. dare you be sensitive, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Brian, we've talked uh, a lot uh, in this episode already uh, about sort of the, the, the whole BNL day process. Um, now, I know from the internet that there was a, a couple of weird glitches, one of which being... It was originally Bare Naked Day, correct? Uh, yeah, well, it was Naked Day with the Bare Naked Ladies. Naked Day, yeah. right? Uh, can yeah. you talk a little bit about how how that how that happened, how that process happened, the changing from Naked Day to to BNL Day? Sure. Well, okay. So we had run uh, the, the writer producers had put together the idea. They worked with the band. We had all the you know production already kind of in the can as far as the green screen shoots and stuff. And oh. the name of the day, the working title was Naked Day with the Band and then Bare Naked Ladies. Well, when we aired the first set of promos, the trailer for everything, which was basically like a week or two out, um, we uh, went so far as to have, and this is this is in the video on YouTube, actually, um, went so far as to put clothing on the logo, the Kids WB <laughs> logo in the, in the corner. I had to put a shirt and pants on it because we wanted to make sure that everybody knew that there was no naked stuff. That's what so, uh... Yeah, we were worried. So we, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> so we, you know, we built an entire day uh, around this theme, um, which meant we had lineups, things like, you know, up next on Kids WB, it's Naked Day with the blah blah blah. <laughs> well, all that audio, well, everything had to be recut and changed simply because our legal department said, well, yeah, we can't say naked. Um, <laughs> so bizarre. And this, <laughs> right. So this happened on a Thursday. Like, we basically would always do all of our work, and then we'd feed it to the satellite on Friday for a, a Saturday morning uh, airing. <laughs> so we had to go through and rebrand every single graphic, every spot oh, that wow. we had, redesign the logo, re-render everything, redo all the audio, uh, so that it became BNL Day with the Bare Naked Ladies. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was it. Was one of the high points of my career at that. Point. <laughs> I mean, I, that is I, I think I mentioned. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, I I just wondered like, did you have to like re-record any of BNL's parts? Did they ever mention Naked Day? Did you have to like cut that, or was it all just sort of the announcers saying it and things like that? You know, honestly, I don't remember. I'd have to look through the spots again. Um, I don't. I, obviously, in the trailer, I think they might have said it, but sure. I think everything that we did from there. Um, I don't recall having to recut them. Right. Um, but yeah, I could I look through it. And if I can find an occasion where that happened, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was mostly yeah, the, just the, the voiceover work and the graphics. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the kind of anecdote that you sent me, I, originally we weren't sure we were going to be able to have you on. I'm so thankful we are. But you, I mean, because the computers were so slow that you basically had to live at your office for those, those two days, oh kind of gosh. just re-recording and, and re-rendering oh. everything. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> render times at that point. I mean, your cell phones have more computing power than the PCs and the workstations that we were using at that time. This is like 1999, right? Um, and this, this, these particular series of spots depended heavily 
on just one machine. So oh, wow. uh, this was done with the Quantel Hal Express, which was at the time a very cutting edge piece of equipment. Very expensive, you know, half a million dollar piece of equipment. Right. But it only had about I think I think we had maybe a minute and a half, two minutes of digital storage on it. So you could really only process oh, about, God. you know, 30 seconds of footage at a time because you sure. had to have a, a 30 seconds for a mat pass. You had to have 30 seconds for the fill, you know, the guys themselves, different logos and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was a very time-consuming, very difficult process to just go through and redo everything at the last minute. Right. But, um, and, yeah, and, and he, I... He, you were responsible for more than just the kind of the 3D logos and the rendering of that, right? Because all the animation was kind of your responsibility as well, correct? Yeah, basically, the way that it works, any cartoon, any character that you see in there, Tweety Bird, Sylvester, any of those guys, we, we went through myself or somebody else, I had a couple of people doing this part, would go through and trace those characters off of the original animations. Uh-huh. Would, it, that's how we could isolate them, build a mat for them, we call it a mat pass, or an alpha channel. Right. Um, we would isolate each character frame by frame. So, um, wow. like I, I had mentioned in my email, I think a 10 seconds of footage of, of, say, Tweety Bird footage is 240 frames. But you usually cut that in half because they usually shoot it on twos, which means you still have to go through and trace 120 frames of animation. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, unbelievable. Right, so it's extremely time-consuming. Um, the good thing about that, though, was we built a library. By the end of Kids WB, we had such a massive library of rotos, so yeah. we could pull characters literally from just, oh, we need Tweety, we need Sylvester, we need whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for these, I basically did all the compositing on these as well. So I didn't do the logo designs. That was somebody else. I did do the Kids WB um, logo on just about everything. But um, for these particular spots, we had the, the 3D backgrounds were done out of house. Mm-hmm. So okay. all the sound stage stuff, and um, but then the footage where like they're in a Batmobile falling and uh, <laughs> through the sky or whatever in one right. of the spots, that's me putting them into the Batmobile, cleaning up the backgrounds, creating the falling animation, you know, um, all the keying elements, which means you know we have to pull them off of the green screens and blue screens that we shot them on, sure, um, t- to make a matte pass or an alpha channel, like just for like for the cartoons, yeah. So, so yeah, I was one of the main people who did all the compositing and getting everything together. Yeah. Um, how well, how yeah. well do you remember the, the actual pieces beyond like, these were a pain in my ass? Like, do you, is there a certain uh, like segment that stands out for you that was more challenging or more interesting to work on? Well, there's one spot I remember in particular where I think her character's name is Myra. Mm-hmm. And oh, Myra, she's got yeah. A, she, mm-hmm. yeah, she's got them in her hand. And she's like, you know, they're talking and she's kind of squeezing them and right. whatever. And I remember that rotoscope of her, the cleanup of her being really difficult for some reason. And then trying to match the motion and stuff. And it was one of those scenes where it's like, man, they don't pay me enough for this. But they actually <laughs> did because I loved it every minute of it. <laughs> um, right. I mean, yeah. these, you know, this stuff looks very crude by today's standards. Um, and, you know, I look at it and I go, God, it's too bad I couldn't have taken the time to do this or to do that. But the reality of it was we just didn't have the time and we didn't have the physical rendering time in a lot of cases to do, you know, better tracking on the hands or, you know, cleaner keys or whatever. Right. I mean, it still looks pretty good. Like there's there's HD on YouTube and we we would just walk through and talk through all of them. So, yeah, they're all I mean, it still looks pretty damn good. By the way, thank you for uploading those to YouTube (laughs) in HD. That was incredible. (laughs) Oh, well, see. 
You know, I started doing that because I started seeing a lot of my work across YouTube with uh, really bad, you uh, know, right. people sh shooting it off the TV screen and it's sure. really staticky and crappy looking. And it kind of bummed me out. So <laughs> I started going through my archives and I mean, I, I kept copies of everything I've ever done there. And I had pristine digital, had never even gone to tape in some cases. Oh, wow. Um, copies of these things. So I went through, I had to strip the fielding out. Um, back in the olden days, before HD, we had uh, what we called fielding in NTSC television, which is, you see the little scan lines. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that part. Of, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's old school. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I stripped those fields out and then upload it. And actually, they're really, really super clean. Um, YouTube crushes them down pretty badly. So what you're seeing is actually not even as clean as they are wow, in real life. Very impressive. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. But again, I, I'm kind of a, a hoarder with my, my animations. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's I, good, I like it's good fodder for, you know, I'm sure it, it, it helped your professional life having, you know, hundreds of videos that you did on Kids WB. So, so how, yeah, long, yeah. how long did, 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 I know you did the animation stuff. Did you actually interact with the, the band at all or anything like that during the thing? Or were you just working on like the, the po after they had already come in and on their lines and everything yeah no i was there for i was on the set for the, the pre-production and the actual production uh -huh. um, basically keeping an eye on things like the lighting on the green screens uh -huh. and the blue screens um i didn't really have a whole lot of interaction with them directly uh, because my role there was more of a technical um uh -huh. you know from a technical standpoint but what i did do was uh, working with the, the writer producers and each one of the bits i could i would interview act with them and, and say, well, this is the elements that I have in, you know, either in 3D or this is what we have for the, you know, this particular character. And so we would kind of coordinate the shots and set them up. It was right. pretty crude, honestly. I mean, <laughs> it's just, you know, we were just going through stuff one right after another. So did you, you know, each one of the bits, did you do the, uh, so you're, did you do the recording, uh, recordings of them with an idea of already what you're animating or did you sort of give them a little way that could they did they have any leeway in like their performances or was it just everything very 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 scripted well the bits were scripted in that we knew what we needed to get out of it mm -hmm. you know we, we were trying to tell a little mini story so we, oh, knew yeah. we had to get that story out and they were you know it's pretty loose you know i mean i think having uh I think it was Ed, you know, coughing up Tweety Bird. Yeah. You know, that, that that's all him. We just said, go for it. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. Because we, we weren't, we didn't know how much of it was improv. Because the Bare Naked Ladies is, they're, they're very talented improvers. Yeah. So I wasn't sure to what extent they were just, you just put them in front of a green screen and let them kind of mess around. Or right. if, if you were, you needed, because you were working so hard on the animation and it takes so long and they're so much, so labor intensive that you needed to sort of have everything set beforehand. Mm -hmm. So that was, that yeah, no, absolutely. No, we, we did have, they did have actual scripts of like, points they had to hit mm -hmm. um now whether or not they played with that a little bit on set i don't recall exactly because okay. again 20 years ago um yeah. right and i mean this isn't this <laughs> but, isn't sort of a call you're gonna make it's like some some studio executive i imagine sure. is, is deciding making all these decisions well the uh, uh lee adams it was one of the okay. main writer producers at the time and he was just he was really really good about you know making sure that everything was very linear and organized and you know, but he let them play too. So mm -hmm. they definitely had an idea of what the spot needed going into it. Oh, okay. And then yeah. whatever they did inside of it was, you know, I don't know how much of it got cut. I we didn't we only shot one day, so right. they couldn't cut too much. Okay, so but, it was only um, that was actually going to be my follow up question: is how long did it take? Yeah, the the shoot. So yeah, that was just a, a single day. <clears throat> how did how did they compare to other people that you kind of worked with in that capacity? Like, were they were they better at you know at at improvising or well, they're much more relaxed. Sure. Um, 
you know, a lot of laugh and a lot of easy going. You know, there wasn't any real tension, um, I, as opposed to some people I've worked with where, like, Shaquille O'Neal, for instance, who <laughs> calling him out. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell that story, but then Please. I, there's there's a there's a redemption in there. Okay. He uh, this was for um, another day. That's there, the spots are on my website or the YouTube. It's the Static Shack stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Static Shock was the character. Shaquille O'Neal comes in for the day. He becomes part of the cartoon world. Uh, he we had the same you know fifteen or twenty spots we had to shoot. I mean things that we needed different bits that were very scripted uh, shows up like three hours late. So now instead of having them for four hours, we've got them for like 45 minutes. Oh god! <laughs> yeah. And everybody's freaking out and, and we get him onto the set and he, and he's flipping off the cameras. Like he keeps like what flipping <laughs> the bird to the cameras. <laughs> and, and at one point he drops his pants and moons the camera. Oh my Whoa. And, and I, I have, I have photographic proof of that too, by the way. Wow. Um, so finally, you know, we, we kind of start to get the cameras rolling and I go up to him and I go, uh, and I was being much more interactive with the talent at this point, um, as opposed to with the, the bare naked ladies, that was one of my very first on the set, you know, kind of encounters with kids WB at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we did a lot of different people, but so back to Shaq, you know, I, I go up and I say, okay, here's what I need you to do. And he looks down at me and goes, who the F are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I'm the animator. I'm the main effects guy. I'm the guy that's going to put you into all these cartoons. And he's like, oh, you're the effects guy. Oh, okay. And he got totally cool. What? And he was, okay, did his thing. He even signed one of the basketballs. Uh, we, oh. had, we took basketballs and we spray painted them blue oh, so okay. that we could take them out later right, or, re- or replace them. And uh, he signed one for my kid, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess, I guess Jack wasn't. Seeing me. But it was just tough going in, you know, because it was it was hectic. Did he think you were a PA or something, like trying to give him instructions? How yeah, bizarre. Yeah, it was just one of those. he's, you know, at that time he was at the peak of you know his Lakers glory, and, sure. You know, he, he had a whole entourage with him, and oh my god, but yeah, that's crazy. So that... yeah. Com- some, com- Compared to him, they were great. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, obviously you knew of, of Shaq beforehand because it was, I'm sure, living in L.A. it oh, was yeah. hard not to. I mean, living anywhere. Absolutely. But uh, Bernicke sure. Ladies, as far as they were concerned, like, did you know about them beforehand? Were you a fan at all? Or was that kind oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. No, no, no. I was, no. They Well, it was, like, right at the same time, you know, there, what was it, one week, whatever, the big right. one, you know. Oh, yeah, hit. that's true. And, of course, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God. So, yeah, we got the – they invited us to their one concert right after that. Oh, cool. Got, wow. got the VIP treatment. You know, we were backstage, got, you know, drinks and everything. So That's it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, very cool. But, uh, and what was – because I know that you mentioned uh, uh, previously in your email that, that they did not write the lyrics to those parody songs, correct? What was that process uh, like? That, again, was, was the, the Lee Adams um, okay. And, and I think maybe he might have had one or his editor and one of the other guys uh, kind of writing that stuff. I wasn't part of that, unfortunately. I mean, I, oh. I was almost entirely on the video production, post-production side of stuff. Sure. But yeah, those guys, they did that kind of stuff all the time. I mean, yeah. we had a lot of musical stuff throughout Kids WB. Okay. Well, yeah, I thought that Ed had written it, so it made me mad because his one-week lyrics are just sort of nonsensical. So the, the lyrics that Lee... <laughs> wrote were actually much better than the ones in the actual song so i was <laughs> well, mad at no, that no no it's it's a, i'm sorry it's entirely possible though that he talked to them and they worked together i'm oh, not ex- I, I couldn't okay. say for sure on that i mean i'm i'm kind of going back through my head going who worked on those spots you know editor wise right. and 
Um, well, maybe it, Lee it, but, needed know, to collaborate. He might have run it past them. On yeah, one he week. might have run it past them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Entirely possible. One more question for you. Uh, BNL Day uh, was May fifteenth, nineteen ninety nine. The the special day directly following that was Kids WB Snow Jam on February of two thousand. <laughs> In which you yeah. worked with Lou Bega. Can you tell us? We got to know what working with Lou Bega was like. Uh, <laughs> no. I, there, is, there is so much hate on my, my YouTube channel for that. I is think there? every person on the planet knows he says Pokemon instead of Pokemon. <laughs> oh, um, yeah? Oh, wow. Now, I, I actually was not on set with him. So... I was just basically, I, I did the environments and I did all the compositing again, sure. like putting him in, into the environments, but I had nothing to do with that, that audio. Oh, no hot um, Lubega stories on the set. That's no. Okay. I mean, were, were all no, the spots, that's... I haven't watched actually the Lubega spots because I just found out about today, but like the, were all of them Mambo number five themes? <laughs> like, was it just every single no, one? Well, no, they, I don't even know. It's, okay. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, just curious, like, I put them up there because, you know, I had them and I had the whole series sure. and I was like, people oh. are going to hate these, but they're going to love them. Um, I think they, they kind of all have that vibe to them. Yeah. No, I'm definitely um, going to go home and watch them. I, I, I am a hundred percent going to watch them when I get home. But I just think like, like you get, you get like a one hit wonder like that. And like, what do you do with them? <laughs> right. like, how do you feel, you know, seven or eight yeah. different, how do you tell seven stories with Mambo number five? <laughs> Well, and he didn't really have a whole. I mean, he didn't really have the. This is horrible, Lou. If you're listening, I'm sorry. That, dude, <laughs> he is a he out. is a big fan. So yeah. Yeah, watch your toes. But, yeah. no, it, it, it's just he kind of didn't have the flexibility or like the flair or something for it. I mean, like he did really good on his one song. Oh, right. But yeah. Then with with the lyrics and all that, I mean, it's it's just horrible. Yeah. Not not one of my high points. <laughs> That's totally okay. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> But. God, mock me on something else now. Tell me how bad the in <laughs> no. oh sync day was. <laughs> no, it's super great. No, yeah. we were we, no, were we just... actually yeah we we already went through them beforehand and we genuinely liked we liked them. Oh my god, yeah, yeah every spot was incredible. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, I think that I was I was a little too old for them because I think I was eighteen or so. I think at time when it came out, but mm -hmm. but if I had been young enough to watch them and like yeah, I think that would have really resonated with me. It's fun. Yeah, like, I liked Bare Naked Ladies. I liked WB. Like I watched WB back when I was that age. I remember Tiny Toons and things like that. So, <laughs> well, I mean, oh, was, yeah. was there some feeling of like, you know, these are like, Bare Naked Ladies is like a, a hot property or or were they just sort of like, well, WB has some relationship with Artista or whoever they were signed with at the time. I, I mean, you probably don't know the back channel stuff uh, involved in that. Um, but I, I just, I, I wonder if, if, if there was some excitement on the, you know, it, it, during the shoot for Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> Well, I know. Again, I, I keep going back to the same guy, Lee. Yeah. Um, he was he was a very uh, motivated guy. I mean, he really hustles. I mean, to this day, he's just he hustles and he gets stuff done. And he had like thematically was like, I want to start putting uh, musical acts into our our spots. That's cool. You know, we had Christine Aguilera at one point. We had In Sync. We had wow. Backstreet Boys. That's huge. Had, yeah, yeah, a bunch of that. I don't have any Christine Aguilera on my uh, site because I don't really. I think that was right when I got there. Okay. Like right when I first started working at the network. But um, yeah, there was a band called Cleopatra. <laughs> um, huh. You know, it, and it just, you know, they, that was his thing. He went out and he hustled those contacts. That's awesome. And, yeah, I mean, it seems like a good idea yeah. to like to pull all these, these acts in to, you know, give some variety to the just bumps. And I mean, even like Adult Swim is doing that sort of stuff now all the time. 
right? So, I mean, I yeah. guess you guys were trendsetters. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, so, it was th- that was part of the, the joy of Kids WB was that we would do these theme days where we had a look for the whole network that was usually produced out of house. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the back lot elements were produced out of house right. over the years, and then we would bring them in and then incorporate, you know, take the, the actual geometry and the 3D files and make our own spots out of them. Oh, but cool. the, the, the theme days... You know, the different holiday sock parties. You know, that stupid sock. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I, I was actually the create. I didn't create the sock as a character. I created the actual animation of the sock. Oh, oh interesting. Um, okay. Through all of its various incarnations. <laughs> but um, those theme days were what kept it interesting because we'd have to, you know, we'd have maybe three weeks to produce an entire look for the network for one day. Right. You know, of all the, like I said, lineups. Um, which is the, you know, up next, it's Pokemon, Batman Beyond, blah, sure. blah, blah. Sure. You know, and then in the next commercial break, though, it would be a different lineup. So we'd have to do like 12 of those things. Huh. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it was a lot of work, but just a lot of fun because everything was like, they kind of gave me a lot of free reign on a lot of that stuff yeah. to just, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, make, it, <laughs> make, sounds... it, make it look funny. Yeah, that sounds like a, a rewarding job. <laughs> so I, my, my other, my next question, or maybe my last question, I don't know <laughs> if this brings up more questions, but so there, Bare Naked Ladies is a band and I was curious as to why, and I, I'm, my guess is because it would have been hard to mat them in is not to not give them instruments when they were performing on the show, on the, the bumps. Well, yeah. Yeah, instruments start getting crazy. Like back oh, sure. in the olden days, King, you know, that the green screen technology and, mm-hmm. and what we call King uh, was not anywhere near as sophisticated as it is today. I mean, this was literally still in the analog stage of television oh, wow. production. Um, so, you know, trying to get a good clean key off of something, especially like a saxophone mm-hmm. on oh, a right. green screen, would, would be almost impossible. Sure. Okay. Because of just that- so much reflection and, and spill, as we call it. Um, but I, I don't know if it was, I don't remember that being a choice necessarily based on a technical, uh, hindrance as much as like, I think maybe they just, that was kind of the, what, the way the scripts went. Like it didn't need it. Okay. I'm not sure though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I, it, they just, it's not anything you did, but they just looked so awkward dancing around, <laughs> like just like five guys in, in time, like just dancing around, like just gooning around. And it was, and I don't think, I think if I had seen it as a kid, it wouldn't have bothered me at all. But like as an adult, I'm like that. It looks uncomfortable for them. <laughs> like, <laughs> they got this nervous energy. Yeah, like, yeah. They can't hit drums. So, but I mean, like the, 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 the spots where they're like in a car or like crouching down or doing something, it's it, it's completely unnoticeable. It's perfectly yeah. fine. But like, yeah. I think the first spot where they're just, it's just the five of them and they're just kind of like <laughs> dancing against the back lot. And I mean, it's it's just them being kind of awkward and weird. And <laughs> yeah. it's the same as in their music videos. Yeah, of it's course. just, uh, yeah, yeah. so it's a lot yeah, of fun, I thought that though. was just funny. Yeah. Well, and we were also up against things like perspective, you know, like in some cases, some of those backgrounds, uh, especially in this spot, were, again, generated out of house. So we had, we might have one angle on something, but we didn't have an angle that was high enough to make them look like they were supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. We just had, just had to make do because that's what you had, Um, you know, and shadows and things like that. I mean, we were trying to produce shadows off of two dimensional elements that looked like they were three dimensional, which again at the time was a lot harder today it's no big deal sure back in those days it was it was definitely more difficult 
Yeah. Well, now I feel like an absolute idiot. We should have talked about these spots after we interviewed him because <laughs> no. we have like all these questions like, well, wonder why this is. And it's like, well, actually, there's a really good explanation sure, for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, we are the Know Nothing Very yeah, Good Ladies podcast idiots. for yeah. a reason. We're yeah. idiots. So. Brian, thank you so much yeah. for being on our show today. We really appreciate it. Uh, what do you do? You have any plugs, your website or anything you're doing uh, going on or? Well, um, my website is zandad.com, which is X-A-N-D-A-D.com. Um, that's, I don't really sell anything. I just, it's my artwork, my writing, my <laughs> oh, photography. Cool. That's awesome. I, uh, I do a lot of 3D printing these days. That's, that's kind of my, my big side hobby is um, I've been creating a 3D printed mountain dulcimer, um, which is a, an eight-string instrument. Wow. Unlike incredible. any on the planet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, anybody wants to see that, check out my website, and I've got a ton of stuff on my, you know, YouTube, Sandad, same thing. Yeah, very cool, and so. you can see all the spots that we talked about, including every other Kids WB spot. Uh, there's so many up there. I'm definitely gonna be going home and watching a few. Yeah, yeah. I should say, you yeah, know, yeah, I, earlier on, I watched him with I, my kid, and he he was wrapped. <laughs> he went from a little two year old. He, he yeah. went from red face screaming to quietly watching TV with me, which is always a blessing. Nice. So thank a you. New, a new generation. Did uh, did he happen to check out the Norman Rockwell spot? No, I will. That's show. I'll tell you a quick story about that. Oh, and, please. Uh, then you guys can take a look at it. Um, the Norman Rockwell spot is is very unique, and uh, it, it, and I say that because it ran one time, and it probably got about ten thousand unhappy letters from all manner of people. Uh, but primarily, it was uh, DC Comics fans who, you know, Batman, Superman fans were very offended by that spot. Uh, and if you watch it, it'll be for obvious reasons. Oh, so. that's a great tease. You are the master of the teaser. <laughs> and I was, that, that actually is another question I had before we let you go. Uh, as I asked another question. Go for so, it. So I've got time. What's, what sort of like IP requirements were you all up against when you were doing these spots? Like, did you get like a, like a do's and don'ts list from whoever, whatever studio is creating these properties? Well, we had a legal department, a mm -hmm. standards department that, you know, went through and parsed every single word and made sure that we weren't, you know, doing something completely inappropriate. Um, the Norman Rockwell spot would be the single exception to that, I believe. <laughs> and okay. and, I, and I think actually people did lose their jobs over it. Oh, oh um, my God. Okay. Yeah. I personally, I'm still there. It's, <laughs> I've been working at the same place for 23 years. Wow. But because um, I was just the animator, you know, I basically <laughs> built all the backgrounds. I did all the compositing. Huh. I put everything together, but... You know, I'm not the one that made Batman do what he did. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> wow. All right, listeners. Well, that's the a link to that is going to be in the show notes. <laughs> For sure it will be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, thank you so much. We really yes. appreciate having you on today. It's been a real pleasure. Gentlemen, it's been a treat. Uh, <laughs> if you ever have more questions, give oh, me a buzz. We definitely we will. We will. <laughs> Talk to you later. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. All right. Bye. That was Way more good content than we've ever had on yeah. the show. Well, we had the Paul Myers. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, it's it's always interesting when we get someone who is not just a fan, but a actual content te creator, te te <laughs> te technical, technical. I want to say technical <laughs> prowess, but I want to turn that into an ad. technically a proud, <laughs> a proud technician. A proud, technically a, <laughs> a proud. proud. So that's a uh, yeah. What, I, uh, what a great resequence. What a great interview. We yeah, just we can, knocked it out of the park. Okay, let's just today. I think we can only go downhill from like. <laughs>
and downhill we shall go with maroon. I thought next you week. love the maroons. My flavor. Uh, uh, so uh, next week we're gonna top in tube top too little too late. Tube top tube top too little too late. Tube top too little too late. And until then, I suppose I'm Saker. I'm Saker, and we'll see you again in <laughs> one, one week. week.